Episode 6. Thank you all for listening to Episode 5. Stand back. There's an earthquake coming through. I am here with my co-host... Bear And... Brandon. And as always, I am Gary. Thank you to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out uh, at Wes Anderson Music on Facebook and give him a follow on Twitter at Wes underscore Infinite. Thanks to Crandall's Quality Lawn Care, the newest addition last week to the sponsorship. Check them out on Facebook at Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. You can also call them, as always, at 419-704-5471. They serve the Toledo and surrounding area. He offers lawn service, mulching, weeding, trimming, pruning, planting, and removal, and minor design. Mention over the line sports podcast, and Sean will give you a discount on services. Thank you also to Allware, the official merchandise provider for Over the Line Sports Podcast. If you're interested in doing business with them, mention Over the Line Sports Podcast, and the owner Brandon will give you a great deal on your clothing needs. You guys, speaking of Allware, I talked to Brandon uh, about the last episode, and I think we all noticed that we sometimes get some outside noise when recording in the ex-wife's garage. So Sid the Cicada, who was with us last week, is going to be making some appearances on our podcast. Thank you, Sid. Uh, we appreciate you, Sid. Um, I think that's applause that they give us. So I just assume that uh, Sid and all his Cicada family appreciates the podcast. Um, probably get some good DraftKings picks in there, too, I would imagine. He'll get those a little bit later today. We're going to be making some money this week in golf. I'm feeling it. Brandon, what do you think? We're going to make some money in golf this week? I don't know. I'm worried about Buddy the Fly in here right now. <laughs> yeah. Sid's buddy. All right, what was the question about golf? Yeah, well, we haven't got into golf yet. Just uh, oh, last man. week, are we going to make some money this week? If if my pick shoots another fifty nine again, I mean, hey, we probably well, could. So Brant Snedadecker, as Brandon calls him, <laughs> yeah, winner winner, chicken Snedadecker. Yeah, won the tournament and uh, last week, which was pretty awesome. That was Brandon's pick. Uh, Webb Simpson, my pick, finished second. Bear, your pick. Uh, Snyder Johns, where did he finish? I uh, like tied forty second or fiftieth or something. Actually, he was tied for fifty seventh. If you look up not, on the board, not bad at all. I'll take it. Yes. Yeah, so what we started was an average finish for each of us as we pick golfers each week and the average finish right now uh, I am in the lead my guys finish at an average of five and three quarters place so you could say between fifth or sixth Bears picks finish at about 35th and Brandon's finish at about 24th 25th so pretty good yeah, so for the golf expert, he is not that good, I guess. At picking the winner. At picking the winner. Pick, I can pick DraftKings, but I can't pick the winner of a golf tournament. You can't pick the winner of a golf tournament. Because I pick frickin' Rory McIlroy. That's the problem. Dude sucks. I will not pick him this entire playoffs. I personally guarantee that. Well, he's out He's out next week. I do know that. Okay, so there's still three times I can pick him, and there's three times I'm not going to pick him. There you exactly. go. Exactly. So speaking of the playoffs, they start this week, right? They do start this week. Um, before we dig into that, though, uh, Snedeker's 59. I think that's the sixth, sixth one on tour. Uh, Furyk has the record at 58. And actually, Furyk, I think, shot 63 on Sunday. So he was flirting with that wow. again. But, yeah, um, Snedeker had a great Thursday, shot 59. When I saw that, all I could think of was Snedadadadecker or whatever the hell Brandon said. And I think you were trying to get it with Shiverdecker, and you said Snedadecker. <laughs> So we know Shiverdecker. And, and I, I said it right in my mind, and then when I try to say it, I just added that A, so Sneda Decker. Canadian? A. Yeah. Sneda Or like a the Fonz. A. Yeah. A. 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 That too. Anyways, uh, 59, um, anytime that happens, absolutely. You know, that's just, that's history making golf right there. That doesn't happen. That rarely happens in Scrambles Golf, as we found that out on Sunday, Gary. Uh, without That was with four guys. He did it with one. Yes. So, and had, had about a, uh, I think a 50-foot birdie putt on 18 and and rang it in from the fringe to shoot 59 which is pretty awesome 
So good for Brandt, a wire-to-wire winner. It, at one point on Sunday, he actually was tied with Webb Simpson and C.T. Pan. Yep. Um, and I thought, wow, is he really going to choke this away? Yep. And ended up pulling away on the last couple holes to uh, win by three. And I saw through 17 that C.T. and Brandt were tied. So did C.T. double bogey that last hole? I'm not going to lie. I don't know. I did not watch the end of the tournament. Like I said, I, I know they were all tied at 18 under at one point, And I saw They were that. both at 20 after 17. Okay, and so, that's why. And he finished, I think, 18 under. And I think Webb was 19, so he yeah. must have bogeyed so, as well. And he, well, Webb jumped off. So he passed C.T. C.T. and, and Brandt last. Well, yeah, because he doubled, and then right. Webb, Webb must have just bogeyed 18, I think. Um, well, I think he birdied it to go to 19, because he wasn't up there with him. He was at 18 last I checked, and then he finished at yeah, 19. Oh, yeah, they're all tied at 18, yeah. correct, yeah. And speaking of which, as you mentioned real quick, the, the uh, we had the the golf outing this past weekend, and the scrambles, we were, what, 12 under? Yeah, I think so, 12 and, under. And the winning team was 19 under, so we didn't even finish in the top four, which um, was interesting. Thanks for the invite, by the way. Appreciate it. Actually, after the first drive Gary had, I said, I wish Brandon was here. Yeah, he did. He actually did. And because, <laughs> you know, I've played three times in two years. But then, but you got to give me credit. After nine holes, it did pick up. After really. nine holes, after three holes. I mean, after you started Chief and Six, man. Cool. Boy. <laughs> and nicotine. And, and <laughs> funny that you mentioned Chief and Six. I, you'll appreciate this, Brandon. My lighter ran out. So. <laughs> I was like trying to light this thing like crazy, and Cody was helping me out. He's like, "Nope, this thing's dead." So I see somebody that's selling raffle tickets. She's like, "Do you want to buy raffle tickets yet?" I'm like, "No." I notice she has cigarettes. I'm like, "You know what? I'll take them now." I just let me use your lighter. She lets me use her lighter. So for the next hole, all I did was light, and then after it was going out, I'd light the next one with that cigarette. So I did that three cigarettes in a row, and I did it twice out there while we we're golfing. And you can ask Bear. We took my drive a couple times. You actually drove the green on, um, I think it was five or six, one of those holes. It was a, it was a 265 yard par four, kind of up the hill, slight hill. I mean, yeah. a good, good 20 feet right off the bat, and then it flattened out. Um, and you actually drove the green on a fly. So I mean, that's a good 262 yard carry. That's that's pretty beastly with, right with, there. With with a cigarette in the mouth. With so. a cigarette in the mouth. With the nicotine flowing through your veins. I mean, you were just a monster out there. And then on the last hole, um, we had one mulligan <laughs> left, and Gary was putting like garbage, hot garbage all day. All day. So just jokingly, we all we all putted and we all missed, and Gary putted first. So he had his mulligan um, and putted last out of everybody again. Uh, no, sorry. You uh, you putted twice right off the bat. Yeah, right so you missed the, the first one. He said, oh, we'll just use your mulligan, and we were all going to putt behind him. I said, you know what, Gary? Take your glove off. And by the way, he stopped using his putter. He was using Nate's putter, I think, when he hit that Mine's putt. Mine's dead. It sounds like a tin can. Yeah, it was. it's like he put a Pepsi can on the end of a shaft a, a shaft there and, and was putting with it, and it just it was, it was not working. So he used Nate's putter. And I said, Gary, take your glove off. See if that works. What does he do? Of course he drains the 25-footer for birdie. <laughs> It worked so, out. So I'm going nice. to I'm I'm take 18% credit for that. I, I give you more than that because, you know, like I, I was telling Nate, it, it was fun to be out there, and I just need to golf more and more consistent. I think I do a lot better. And, you know, I realized when I was driving what Bear had always taught me in the past because I was too close to the ball on my on my drive. So I backed up a little bit, and then it was hitting it more straight. And then sometimes I'd back up too far, and I'd pull it dead left. So but it was nice to be out there. I'm glad that we, we got to golf. I was out there for a little bit. So... Um, golf, back to PGA yeah. golf. What do we got this week? Okay, so this week the playoffs do start. Um, the Northern Trust Open, and over time this has changed around courses uh, quite a bit. Um, last year they played at Glen Oaks, and this year they're at Ridgewood Country Club. It's in New Jersey. 
They played there in 08, 2010, and 2014. Are you going to keep smashing those gummy bears? Or yes, he is. Listen? I am. See, I, I opened it up to where I don't, you know, you don't hear the crinkle. So, you know, I got. I, I just I, heard the crinkle. I, that's me showing it, you know. That I, He's got to show the crinkle. I'm going over golf and you're smashing hairbow gummy bears like they're going out of style. Over I mean, here. dude, you bought them. So. Are they by chance banana? I don't think I have so. No idea. Well, Lemon. see, after, after, after last week. And pineapple. Pineapple's the best. Tanya, <laughs> pineapple anything, delicious. Do you like? Hold on. Speaking of which, do you put pineapple on pizza? Oh. How do you feel about you know? Pineapple ironically, on pizza? I used to hate pineapple on pizza. Yeah. I thought it was like disrespectful to pineapple. <laughs> no, but, it's disrespectful um, to pizza. pizza. No, oh yeah, um, disrespect. Yeah, that's what I meant. Um, but you know, lately, like Chinese food, you know, when you go to a Chinese place and they put pineapple in there, we're talking about pizza. I about don't care, it. but they got pineapple in there. <laughs> you, you, I I know I haven't tried it in Hawaii. What, what do they have it on? Like mugu gai pan, no, or chicken fried know, like rice, chick, yeah, pineapple like, fried yeah, rice, like sweet fire chicken. Man, that's some good. From stuff. where do you go? Local Chinese place? You talking oh, like Panda Express? I was gonna yeah, say exactly. Yeah. Panda Express. Sweet and sour. They put the pineapple. Actually, in there. it's good. Actually, tomorrow night I have to go to a Korean barbecue. I figured out with um, the customers from work. After, there you go. That's after, ridiculous. After I thought they, you were gonna say hot friend. No, after they ream us in a meeting for three hours. So like ram you or they ream you? Ream. No ream. Yeah, it's 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 fun. It's the quarterly meeting. So they, they ream you and then they buy you food? Yeah, actually, I was talking to the uh, head quality guy there today. He was in our place, and um, he said that they're just going to go family style with everything. And I'm pretty excited. Never had Korean barbecue, the hibachi style. It's all cook your own with the grill right in front of you sort of thing. So I'm a little bit excited for that tomorrow. And it's free, so that's the best part of the whole thing. So after I take a good uh, reaming, you know, get some free Korean barbecue, and, and we'll try that out and see how it is. I'll, next week, I'll give you an update to see if I like it or not. I mean, speaking at, least, of up- at least they're nice about it. At least they buy you food after. Right. Yes. And yeah. speaking of updates, I know you had a, a uh, birthday this past weekend. Did you get to see Hot Friend this weekend? I did. Um, well, one, I, I since we're on the topic of golf, I played at Harbor Shores. Uh, just to oh, give yeah. a quick rundown of that. That's a Jack Nicholson, Nicholas course. Jack Nicholson, the Joker. Wonderful. Yeah, and the guy from The Shining. Um, No, Jack Nicholas, of course. Um, And you know what? I always used to love Jack, and I I still do. He's a Buckeye. He's an Ohio guy. He he is the second greatest golfer of all time. Sorry, I grew up watching Tiger Woods. I think he's the best of all time. I love Jack. After playing that course, I would like to find Jack and uh, tell him that I no longer like him as a person because he and his course (laughs) beat the living hell hell out of me this weekend i shot a 97 i should have shot 117 oh my we're talking you, three tier you greens, shot a 97 i would have shot like a one okay here we go listen to this one nate made an ace on 17 yeah. you, you knew that i think you I probably saw that. that did you yeah, see yeah, that, saw that. nate hit it I didn't can see you the tell video, us a little bit about that you said it was 152 out 100 152 out hit a um eight iron because the wind was into us it was pretty beastly and um, just one hop. I mean, he hit right in front. It was he hit a beautiful shot, nice draw, right into the hole. Probably about five feet in front of it. Took one bounce, popped right in. It was absolutely gorgeous, perfect shot. Even if he would have missed, he was going to be two inches away. That's I mean, awesome. at, at no point did that not look good. That was just one of those shots that looked good in the air. It hit. It was everything was perfect about it. It was absolutely awesome. The first person he sees, of course, is me, and I'm freaking out as much as he is. Goes up, gives me a chest bump, and I think I bruised my sternum after that. But that was awesome. Um, I obviously have a hole-in-one. That's Nate's second, so congratulations to him. That was amazing to see. Absolutely love. It doesn't matter who it is. Anyone gets a hole-in-one, that's pretty awesome. Brandon, do you even have a hole-in-three? No. the the, the most. The most. Yeah, I made a par. I made a birdie before. 
Fallen so Timbers. Th- so three. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which is a no, trash the most sport, I've, the, the most I've gone out of, I think, was 60 yards, 60-yard chip. Um, that was the farthest I went out. I think you know, I was with you when you did that. Uh, well, I was 12. I was with my dad. Okay, so I, I wasn't with you. I, I feel like you've done that before, though. Maybe I have. Maybe I have. But, yeah, it was. that's the that's the farthest I've gone out. 60 yards, what, beautiful shot. What, what's your shortest drive? Oh, I don't know. I see. I slice it so my mind no, goes. No, negative seventy-five. Yeah, that one time goes, you hit it off the tree and it ends up behind us. It was at Valleywood. That was at Valleywood. Yeah. Valley he yeah. just comes up. He, you golf righty, even though you're a left-handed batter yeah. and left hand, you're left-handed. You golf righty, and he comes up, hits it, smokes this tree that's like fifteen yards from us and ends up seventy-five yards behind us. We're like, uh, I don't know if it was that pl- far, but yes, it was far. Yeah, it was about one hundred and thirty <laughs> yards. So we're like, you got to play that, and we're not giving this to you. <laughs> but we, of course, let him hit it again. It worked out pretty well, but uh, yeah, so, with but yeah, but yeah, to finish up on the course, I mean, like I said, absolutely beautiful course. I'm joking about the Jack thing. I mean, it, it was challenging. I love it. I love a good challenging course. I actually, started off on the first, and everyone hit garbage drive. Cody hit a good drive, but uh, Nate hit a not great drive into the bunker. My dad not a great drive either, and I, you know, just smoke one 290 down the middle. Hit a great shot in, probably about 13 feet and three putt. And I was like, yep, there's my day right there. Um, it wow. was just, it was, it was just like that. Fast greens, everything. Like I said, beautiful course. Overlooks Lake Michigan on one of the holes. Um, you know, it goes uphill like 70, 70 yards. This is probably the best memory besides Nate's hole in one. Um, the hole is like three eighty. It was the number one ranked hole on the course, which Nate also birdied by the way. So he had a pretty damn good day on the hardest hole and made an ace. Him and Cody both shot ninety two. By the way, they tied. Pretty good. I shot ninety seven. As I said, Dad shot I think like one ten or one eleven or something, which not for him, not too bad. I mean, that's a long course for him, and it beat him up too. But he played, he played pretty decent. Much better around the greens than we all were. So you're saying if I was trashy, if I would have played how I did and putted on Sunday, I might have did okay on Saturday because it was trash. Uh, yeah, I would have been. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you would. But have that'd done be on that'd Saturday, be fun to. Now is that a public course? It's semi-private. Um, I we I actually won it in a golf outing earlier this year for Whirlpool Habitat for Humanity charity golf outing. Um, obviously, we work for Whirlpool and we're, they're one of our largest customers. So they set out a Samsung and LG washer and dryer on the driving range about 75 yards out. Pay five bucks, get to hit three balls at it. Obviously, the five dollars goes to charity. Sure. So we got up there the first time, and it was myself, Nate, and two other guys I work with. Um, the One of the guys I work with actually hit it. So he was the first one. Everyone got their name in a drawing, and that's what they drew for. So we came back around after 18. We're like, oh, we'll do it one more time. And Nate paid this time. And I hit it. So I was the 15th person in the drawing. They get up there, 15 people are in. I was like, okay, so no one else hit it after me. They ended up pulling my name. I won it, awesome. won the foursome, $125 green fees out there. So we won 500, almost $500 worth of golf for free. Um, so, yeah, it was it was fun. We had a great day. Had to wake up early on my birthday, which whatever, um, but got to play a beautiful course, had a great time, even though it beat the crap out of me and, and, and all of us, really. But some good memories. I got good pictures. I'll show you guys after this. And I uh, had a great time. Came back. We went to the rib-off with Hot Friend, um, you know, Nate Hillary, a couple other people. And um, then afterwards, because I think Lee Bryce was playing there or something like that. I don't Trash. Know. Yeah, not a, not a country guy, so I'm not sure. Um, we, you know, I was like, oh, man, you know, it's, it's 11 o'clock. I've been up since 530. I golfed all day. All I want to do is go to bed. It's all I've been doing. Everyone, no, we gotta go to the bar. Let's go to the bar. Blah blah. Nick, oh yeah, we're definitely going to the bar. I was like, I'm not going. Did you go to the distillery if you were with Nick? So I asked hot friend. I said, Are we gonna go to the bar? What do you do? You want to go home? Whatever. Yeah, let's go to the bar. Let's hang out with your friends. 
at the bar at 1.30 in the morning. And oh, yes, of geez. course we went to the distillery because Nick... And the funny thing is, and and I'm, we're totally off track right now, but yes, I don't care because this is great. The best part of this is, is I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday, Nick texted me. Man, I'm just such a regular at the distillery. I got to go right past cover. They didn't even let, they didn't even make me pay. So we get in there Saturday. I walk up. I you know I get cash out. I'm gonna pay for myself and hot friend. And they're like, Oh no, you guys are over 21. It's free. I was like, So Nick doesn't he, he's not even a regular on that. <laughs> he just got in because he's over 21. Yeah, he's he, he is over 21, or he looks like he's 31, 30, 40. All good. Worked out. So, yes, back so, yeah, to great, Ridgewood. Well, great great birthday weekend, by the way. I, it was. It was a good time for you. With everybody, you guys all wished me a happy birthday. You guys did, obviously. So, thank you. Thank you to everyone who did wish me a happy birthday. It was great. Couldn't have spent a better way to put in 27, even though Gary thinks I'm 17 still. Regardless, I had a good time. You're 27? Yeah. Dude. I know. I, I look like I'm just a phenomenal 22-year-old athlete right now. I'm in shape. I mean, I'm drinking yeah, if, healthy if, water. If, if round is considered a shape, yes, we'll we'll say that you are in shape. By the way, I'm going to steal something from you, Brandon. What are you at today? <laughs> Thank before, you. Before the gummy bears. Before? And you did get DDP yoga in today. So what I are did. you? At? I got the DDP before yoga the gummy in today. bears. Before the, yeah, you know what? You got to be I, down in 295. I wish. Are you under 300 again? Yes. Okay. That's awesome. Good. So good where start. are we at now? 298. 299. Nice. Okay. All right. All right. Yep. Good. My goal is by, I'm going to say by the end of the year, which who knows what episode will be on, I think 25, 26, something like that, uh, or somewhere in the 20s. Let's try to get you down to 290. That's easy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bump that up. I'm going to go by, what do you want to say, by Christmas? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. 270. Two se- 270 Whoa, by 270. Christmas. Why don't we just do the end of the year? That's fair. I mean, it's yeah. close enough to the end of My the birthday, year. which is the end of the year. Sure. By my birthday, you have to get down to 270. Now, I am at 225, and when I got down to 218, I think is the lowest I've been since high school because I weighed 220 in high school, I thought my body was in shock because it did not like me, but I still want to get down to like 215. And so 10 pounds now at this point is going to be difficult for me because I'm at that spot. So I'm going to try to get to, like I said, 225 is where I'm at, 225 to 230. I'm going to try to get to under 220, so I'll go 219 by the same time. But six pounds for me is going to be ridiculous to try to keep off. Yeah, I know. It's like gaining weight for me. I try, 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 try. It just it doesn't happen. And then when I do, it all goes to my gut. So it doesn't really work out. Oh, yeah. That's like me. If I get if I get over 235, I can drop that to 225 quickly. But getting from 225 to 220 is like the hardest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Granted, I have not been eating healthy lately. Either way. And I'm still sitting at 225, which is great. And I haven't been in the gym in a while. So it's whatever. I need to do both of those things, um, and I'm happy that we all have our good health kicks going here. Uh, not really, um, but <laughs> let's let's get to these FedEx Cup playoffs. I'm really yes, excited. Yes, please, Ridgewood. What do we got? This is this is the best time of the year. Golf is ending. We got the playoffs. NASCAR playoffs are almost here. Football is about to start. This is best time of the year right now. So this year or this week, um, Northern Trust Open, as I was telling you, they're at Ridgewood in New Jersey. They switch around courses, so it's kind of hard as I was doing my research into look. As I said earlier, they played here in 08, 2010, and 2014. This is the first year the Northern Trust is sponsoring this. It's been the Barclays for the last eight to ten years, I think it is, yep. something like that. So, um, you know, this week, the top 125 golfers in the FedEx Cup standings are going to be playing there will be a cut so obviously if you're there you know that's where you don't want to get cut these lower guys and that's kind of where you like to look because these guys want to make it to next week you got to be top 70 
I'm sorry, top 100, excuse me. You've got to be top 100 to make it to TPC Boston next week, Labor Day weekend. So they're cutting 25 guys out this week. Um, now, obviously, there's going to be a cut at 70. So we're losing fast math, fast, fast math, 45 people, I think, this week. How many 125 are, how minus 70. Are? 125 minus 70. 55. 55. Yeah. Um, and then if there's if people aren't playing, they don't bring in anybody. Any, so they don't bring in anybody. They do not bring in anybody. It's still a top 125 no matter what. So this week, Rory is not playing, who is 21st ranked so right now. So he's fine. So he's fine. He's not going he, anywhere. He will not drop. Ricky Fellows. Ricky is not playing as well, oblique injury. Um, both of them will be playing next week. Ricky is ranked 17th. Just to give a quick little rundown here, DJ is the regular season points leader, um, which doesn't really mean much. just means that he could pretty much not play these first two weeks and still be just fine, maybe drop to, like, 20th. Like He won't drop a lot. Tiger is 20th, actually, now that I bring that up. The last person in at 125th, Seamus Power. Love that name. Always have. I always see him out there. Irishman. Seamus. Seamus Power. Is he going to do a brogue kick while he's out on the course? He might. Yeah. As long as Dean Ambrose is his little brother. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, so, <laughs> so, so last year, DJ did win this tournament. Granted, it was at Glen Oaks. It was not at Ridgewood. Right. So in my research, I was looking up to see VJ has actually won this tournament, not Ridgewood, just this tournament in general, four times. He's the one. He won Ridgewood in 08. Um, he is not going to be in the field this week. He is not in the 125. He's more of a Champions Tour player. He pretty much just plays the majors. Are we talking VJ Singh? Yes. yes. Okay. Now, do you know who That's won? He won in 08. Do you know who won in 2010? Matt Kuchar won in 2010. Yes. And uh, Hunter Mahan won in 2014. So the only previous winner at Ridgewood Country Club is Matt Kuchar, which also pretty much leads off DraftKings. Now I know, Gary, that you told me you had a little bit of research I, into this, so I, I want you to give me yes. what you got and... And I then do. We'll go into DraftKings. So in the in the previous three visits, there's only eight guys who have made the cut in all three of those visits to Ridgewood. So Jason Day is one of them. So he finished second in 14, fourth in 2010, 31st in 2008. Next is Paul Casey. He finished 22nd, 12th, and 7th respectively. Stuart Sink is another one, 15th, 15th, 38th. Uh, Kevin Streelman, 46th, 3rd and 4th. That kind of surprised me. Um, and then the others who, who were part of that that all made all three cuts were Kevin Na, Charlie Hoffman, Bubba Watson, and Ryan Palmer. So uh, one of my lineups is just based off me picking some guys, and the other lineup is specifically based off these statistics because I want to match them up to the guys I played to kind of see what's happening. Because for my first lineup, it's guys who have been playing hot, doing certain things. Of course, we have our picks we're going to make for this week, and we'll talk about well, that as well. And I'm happy you said that, and I know that we were texting earlier today, but happy to get it out here, is that I did the exact same thing as you did. I picked everyone who had great course, Ridgewood course yes. history, and then I played the guys who I wanted to play and who were playing hot at the time. Like, So we did the same thing and didn't even talk about it. That's it, awesome. Exactly, and I'm happy that you said because you said you were going to impress me with your golf uh, research here, and you certainly have. Well, so thank keep, you. Keep thank going. You. Keep going. I want to hear it. No, no, that's what I got. So Wait, just, start, start me off, and on, I want to hear who you got on DraftKings because I have do a you list. Want, so do you want my statistical lineup? I, I don't want your lineup. I, I don't, you know, we're not someone who gives out lineups. I want your... Your top picks, top tier, and then I also want your sleeper picks as well. Okay, so uh, top tier. So I'm going to say what anything over nine thousand or yeah. eight thousand. Okay, so nine thousand. Um, I have Jason Day, of course, played with historically done well here. Um, I actually have this is I kind of want to say a sleeper pick for somebody that's over nine thousand, but just because they're playing hot, I have Webb Simpson. Okay, he he finished thirty sixth here in twenty fourteen, but I think just because of what happened this past weekend. 
He's going to play good. Uh, give me him. And then also, uh, only played once since 2010, and only played this course once, but finished 12th at negative 7, playing a hot hand again. Give me Tiger. That's what I'm, The guy is just playing unbelievable lately. What he's, what he's done recently, give me Tiger as one of those guys in the top tier that, I, that I'm playing as well. My, my non-research lineup started with Tiger Woods because yeah, same here. no matter what, when I play DraftKings, no matter how much money I play, where I play, I always have a Tiger Woods lineup because if everything else fails, I can still root for him at the end of the day, just like I'm going to root for him regardless. So I always have to play a lineup with Tiger Woods. Right, right. And and I know, like, you asked me for some guys that were lower. So I'm not even going to give you any of the 8,000 guys. By the way, Matt Kuchar, who we said has won this, only 8,200. 8, um, what kind of surprised me here, as we talked about Kevin Streelman, had a third and fourth place finish here. He's running at 6,900. To me, that is a steal. Yeah, absolutely. He's an absolute steal. Kevin Nye's only running at 7,600. Yep. Um, this kind of surprised me, but didn't. And I had to do some more research on it. Phil Mickelson, you know, kind of needs to play. He's been playing so-so eh, lately, but he's only running at 7,300. Yeah, I was about to say, I saw him at 7,300, and I was like, I, and I didn't play him. I don't have him in either of my lineups now. That's not saying I'm not going to make another lineup uh, tomorrow at some point and put him in it to build with bigger guys around because 7,300 for Phil is, that's just not fair. It, it is not like fair. Like he is, a, he is, I think 11th in the, um, I want to say he's, he might even be top 10, but I know right. he's like top 12 in the FedEx cup standings right. and he's $7,300. Now, don't get me wrong. DraftKings, FanDuel, these guys are great analytics guys. They, oh, they, know they, they take favorites. They, they know these things. So when I see Phil at 7,300, it does worry me because, oh, same here. you know, and don't get me wrong. He ha he has not been playing good golf. No, he but is not. He's, Absolutely not. He's still Phil Mickelson, and he can still come around any single day of the week right. and just turn it right on up. So at Ridgewood, he has, in those three, like these other guys, he missed a cut, he finished 36th, and he had a 19th. That was his best finish was 19th. So at 7,300, give me Phil. Like, you can't beat that. If he's going to finish 19th or 36th running at 7,300, I'll take it all day. So so what's what's DJ at? DJ is probably uh, stat. Well, I think he was the stat, top guy. The stat guy, Ron. Well, yeah. Let me. What's the price on it? Because well, we're gonna find out. Stat guy, get that for us, please. And um, but do we, I heard your phone. Stat. Did he? Did he get it? Was that stat guy or was that hot friend? Um, I saw him bringing a twenty-four pack of Miller Lite, and he didn't share. So I'm kind of pissed oh, off. Oh, he that. did. It's he did text me, but it's all slurred out. I, it looks like it's eleven five. That's 11 what I'm five. saying. So he's top. He's top. He's guy. top. Um, and Bear, since you asked, I'm not going to say how I put these lineups together. Um, but like I said, the the guys that have run well on the history here, I threw in there Paul Casey in one of them as well. Uh, and then I, I almost – and give me this uh, sneaky pick here, sneaky pick on one of my lineups, Patrick Reed, sneaky pick. And he's actually playing this week, Brandon. He's playing sneaky this week, pick. so there Brandon you know. can pick him. And, and then uh, also just based on statistical data and what has gone on this year, uh, Xander Schauffele and then Bray, uh, uh, Bryson DeChambeau. So okay. have him around there. I'm not going to give how I put in there. I'll show you later, Bear. But it's kind of what I ran with. And just going off research, I went – before I even did any research, I put the statistical lineup – or my lineup in based off how they're playing this year, what I thought could happen. And then I did the statistics, completely different lineup. Now, see, I did the opposite. And I'm going to go ahead and give my DraftKings picks, which a lot of them are like yours. But I want a little insight from Brandon on, um, you know, who he thinks is going to do well this week. Now, obviously, we'll pick our winners here. And actually, we're going to have a little bit of different format for the playoffs, which we'll tell you guys here in a couple minutes once we get through our DraftKings picks because I know Jason's dying to get another winning lineup out there. We're not going to be playing in our little eight-man tournament this week, but I want him to enter a couple $1 single-entry tournaments, $2. I wish $2. we were, man. You should – oh, wait, well, what well, is this, Tuesday? Yeah, today's Tuesday. It's a, it's a little bit late now, but I, I want him to enter his own. He always enters this, and he doesn't do anything else. So I want him to 
venture out there. So I'm purposely not going to put one in this week, and I want him to do it on his own. I need him to get in other tournaments. He needs to get in single entries. Jason, I know you're going to be listening to me tomorrow. Single entry tournaments. Look it up. It's in there. You're going to win a little bit of money once you hear my picks here. And do that double up, baby. Double up that money. After Brandon goes through and gives us a little bit of research. All right, just what I got. Um, I'm not going to give my pick yet because I know we're going to do that soon. I think I think um, I can guess your pick, by the way, but I'm not going to say it yet. Yeah, I'll, I'll wait on that. But, but I think some guys that it, go ahead. Sid is saying hi. I can hear him, but go I can ahead. hear him too. Yeah, he's can you hear Sid? Too. I can't hear him yet. Buddy, oh. the fl- buddy, the fly is still flying. Hey, Sid, here. how you doing, buddy? Um, no, some guys that that I think will do good. I mean, I'm just you know just looking at the odds. You know, you got you got DJ at nine to one. You got Justin Thomas twelve to one. Brooks Kapika. Twelve. Stop it! Stop. Kapika. Stop. It's Kapka. Kapika. Kapka. I'll call him Cupcake. Don't make me call him Cupcake. You, you shut can up, call Pumpkin him Cupcake. Spice. All, you want. all right. Um, Jason Day twelve to one. Tiger sixteen to one. So um, I, if you if you look at a if, at a sleeper pick that we, we were talking about, I don't like to look at Matt Kuchar as a sleeper pick, but he had, when was the last time he won? In general or at Ridgeway? Yeah, in, in general. I don't know. That's a job for stat guys. So. Yeah. So I mean, stat guy. You, you can you can look at him as a sleeper pick. I, I like Matt Kuchar, I, but um, I think he's going to do well. As you as you stated before, he did win here. I think other people that you'll see up there, I think another kind of sleepy, uh, sneaky pick that I'll pick is Tommy Fleetwood. He's a 28-1. to 1. Um, Other than that, he's I think... He's not playing this week. He's not? No, I'm kidding. Well, hey, <laughs> I'm going off what I saw today. So, um, again, I'll just blame Stat Guy. So, like I said, you're going to see the main guys up there. You're going to see DJ. You're going to see Justin Thomas. Justin Rose, um, you might even see Jordan Spieth up there, but you guys got any more until? Well, I'm, yep, I'm going to go through and uh, give my DraftKings picks here. But first, that guy got back to me pretty fast, so he must not have cracked open his first Miller Lite yet. Nice. Um, Matt Kuchar's last one was the RBC Heritage in 2014. Yeah, so four years now. And he I'm beat. Gonna... Uh, I think he beat Luke Donald in that one, didn't he? Yes, he did. Okay. Yeah. So four years. I mean, like I said, I like Matt Kuchar. I think he's going to do well here. I hate to call him a sleeper pick, but he's my sleeper pick. Nope, and I totally agree with both of your guys' sentiments. Um, you know, Kucher winning here is nice. Kucher finishing top ten here is nice. It's and he's just a he's just a solid golfer. I mean, he's an all around solid golfer, um, and also a stand up guy. Love to love to root for Matt Kucher. You know, I've been pulling for him in the majors here lately. I'm hoping he gets one. Um, so yeah, he definitely 8200 is a, a great start to picks. As you know, going with Gary Jason Day at ten seven. I started my research lineup with Jason Day at ten seven. He he's got to be in the he's got to be in the lineup. I mean, he's probably going to be really chalky this week. Everyone's going to be all over him. Um, you know, if you really want to get off the wall, go up to DJ, go up to Justin Thomas because Jason Day is third right now. But if you're playing in some sort of cash game or single entry tournament, you want to start your lineup with Jason Day. If you start off Jason Day and Matt Kuchar, I think you can certainly build and find some good uh, good talent around there, cheaper and more expensive. That's kind of how I built my lineup. I started with both of them, found a few cheaper guys that have good course history, and then finished out strong with actually the winner who I'm picking this week, which I will tell you here in a little bit. So I'll give you three of my six in my lineup. But... I gave all 12 of mine. I just didn't tell you how I put them together. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. I'm giving those. So, like I said, your your guys that are up there, your Day, your Kuchar, Gary Woodland, um, you know, just had a great PGA, great took, took a week off. I think he'll be, you know, he'll do fairly well this week. Adam Scott, he has also good course history here. He's a guy that's, I think, 8,900 maybe. Don't overlook Adam Scott this week. Definitely make the cut. Been playing good golf, and he has won the FedEx Cup before, so he's been in this position. 
after finishing second or third, sorry, in the PGA, whatever it was, he, you know, he, he moved up quite a bit. So he's not I think that was Buford the Bulldog. I'm sorry. Wasn't? Anybody heard that? Yeah, I, I think everyone heard that. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to interrupt, but I have to remind people that when you're recording in the ex-wife's garage, you're sitting in nature all around you. We might hear fire trucks. We might hear police cars. We might hear dryers, washers, Sid the Cicada, Buddy, Buddy the Pie, Buford the Bulldog. You might hear random stuff. So we are St- going to... Stat guy crumbling beer cans up. Stat guy crumbling beer cans. Anything like that. And this is going to happen. And we do not plan on moving because we like our setup. So we're going to keep it here. We thought about getting professional. I can hear Sid the Cicada now. I don't really care. We're always going to be like this. Thank you to the ex-wife's garage. No thanks to her, but thanks to her garage for housing us. So appreciate it. Thanks, ex-wife. Thanks, ex-wife. Appreciate it. <laughs> so, so my, so, so my, my sleepers, my uh, you know lower end guys who are cheaper, you can get into your lineups. Uh, Gary, I agree with you. Kevin Na has good course history here. He's actually been playing decent golf as well. He's just uh, once again another solid player. Should be top twenty, no doubt about it. Um, two guys though that you didn't mention, who I uh, really think that are going to go well, well, well under the radar. A guy at sixty nine hundred, Kevin Chapel. I love Kevin Chapel this week. He has Good been pick. he has been top twenty at this tournament twice. Chappy, I think. Well, now that Gary, now that Gary said, <laughs> said good, good pick, he's not making the good, cut. Good pick, he's going to miss the cut. So thanks, Gary. <laughs> and then the other guy who makes me a little bit nervous um, because he does have a hip injury, but he has made the last three cuts that he's been in, and he finished second here in twenty fourteen. William McGirt. William McGirt is sitting at sixty five hundred dollars. He's practically a steal for a guy who, uh, you know, has finished top at this tournament. So Will McGirt, definitely my low end dude. I I love me some Will McGirt this week. I'll I'll have him in a few other lineups as I make them tomorrow. So those are the lower end guys. Um, I, you know that that's what I got. I think you know you you base that off your course history. It never ever hurts to do that. So going forward, I think we should make our picks, and I think we need to start with Mr. Barrendon. I'm not going to be surprised. First off, before you do that, can you please tell our listeners the rules behind our picks for the playoffs? Okay, so for the playoffs, for this is going to be for NASCAR and golf. Obviously, NASCAR has, what, 12 races in the playoffs? Uh, they have 10. They ten. have two left until there's 12 races left in the okay. year. They have two left until the playoffs. So once the playoffs start, we'll have the same format okay. as the playoffs for. So golf. so our same, and, and golf's only four weeks, so it's going to be a little bit easier. But for this week, uh, or for the next four weeks of golf and for the 10 weeks of NASCAR when it gets here, we are going to make our picks, but we are not going to be able to pick the same person twice. A little bit different strategy, so and Gary can't pick Kyle Busch 17 times in the playoffs this year. Now, come on. I've picked him three times out of five. And guess what? Who picked him last week? How would he do for you? And yeah, we'll, I didn't pick him. We'll get there here in yeah, a little exactly. bit. Yeah, exactly. And then Brandon can't pick Tiger Woods four times, and I can't pick Roy McIlroy three times in the playoffs. <laughs> well, you probably so. don't want to pick him three times after even, seeing your average Even though there, I've said I picked him two out, of the five time, two out of the five times we've played. So Rory, is uh, he, he's been killing me, so I'm not going to take him at all in the playoffs, which means he should win the FedEx Cup because that's how life works. So we're going to give first our pick for this week, okay. and then second, I want to give our pick for the overall FedEx Cup, the overall oh, playoffs. I didn't, I didn't prepare for I that. I know you didn't, and that's why I got you off guard, because I didn't prepare for it either. So I just thought about it today when I was at work. You don't need to. I, I, so didn't, obviously I didn't prepare for it either. So. Okay, so Brandon, Northern Trust this week, um, who is your pick? Well, I'm getting, this, I'm getting this out of the way, I guess, now, I guess. Um, 
I'm going to go with a guy who has not won a tournament since 2013. And I knew. I think you guys know who I'm going with. Yeah, I know. He is going to. He's playing awesome golf. He's dominating right now. He's in the zone. Tiger Woods. I told you I I could pick your pick. Um, So, good pick. I like it. Uh, Just something I want to throw out there. Okay, so my pick right now, his weakest part of his game is his driving. Um, he's fine on distance, top 40, but he's 176th in the world in accuracy. He's only making 55% of fairways. And in this past tournament, he did not hit a front nine fairway. Just want to throw that out there. But this course, Ridgewood, as we know, you don't need that long distance to hit. You'll be okay playing good golf, hitting the irons, putting. So, Bear, can you tell me, based off those stats I just gave you, who my pick is this week? Did you say it was in last week's tournament? It was in last week's tournament. No, I didn't watch last week's tournament. So. Or not last week's, I'm sorry, the PGA. Okay, so Tiger Woods. It was Tiger Woods. <laughs> Tiger Woods is also my pick, Brandon. That's why I said I could probably pick your pick because when you yeah. looked at me earlier when I was talking about getting Tiger, you're like, oh, God. Well, I kind of thought that's where you were going with. And, you know, he, yeah, like I said last week, he didn't hit a green until the 18th hole. I mean, to, yeah, to the 18th hole. Well, he didn't hole. hit a fairway on the front. A fairway, yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. He hit a lot of greens, just not a lot of fairways. Yeah, he didn't right, hit right. a fairway until the last hole in that tournament. So, okay. absolutely. I, I like both of that. And obviously, I'm going to be rooting for both of your guys' picks no matter what. Um, the pick I'm making this week could have been picked in any of these upcoming tournaments. I kind of want to get out of the way now because I know that this guy does get hot at certain times. He is pretty darn clutch. So I am. Gonna, is it Siwoo Kim? It is. <laughs> I will. I will never, ever, ever, ever take Siwoo. Siwoo, Siwoo Kim cost me a good grand. Yes, I he mean, did. I had five of He's six. He's cost through, me some tournaments, including Snedeker. I had. I actually took all of our picks on FanDuel. I took Simpson. I took Snyder Johns. I took Snedeker, and on on Thursday after the tournament, which is way too early, I was winning eleven hundred dollars out of two tournaments. And I had a couple tickets to uh, the FanDuel Millionaire for football for the first week. And uh, Siwoo, that was with Siwoo shooting like three over. And then came out and shot four over on Friday and uh, just ruined all of that. And I think I won about $4. So thanks, Siwoo. I will never pick you again. But back to my pick, I am going to take Jordan Spieth. He's going to be my pick this week. Um, I, you know, he certainly has the game to win. He starts playing around this time. He's like... 48th in the FedEx Cup, and I really do think that he's gonna win this tournament this week. Do it. <laughs> that was the worst try to kill the fly ever. Sorry. Literally, Damn ever. It. Sorry, uh, ho- hopefully, uh, PETA doesn't come after us for flies. So, so, yeah, so yeah, Spieth. Got, and so, I can no longer pick Tiger the rest of the time. Brandon cannot either. You can no longer pick Spieth. So, good call there. Brandon, who do you think is gonna win the FedEx Cup playoffs? Wait, so hold on. Let me go back to the rules. So he just picked Spieth. So later on, can I pick Spieth? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, okay. You and I okay. can just not pick Tiger. We, yeah, we, okay. we, we can't pick. We okay. can't double our picks. Is it four weeks? Yeah, four weeks. Okay. But, okay. but, but, but your FedEx Cup winner can be who you pick in one of these tournaments. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because this is overall, obviously. Yeah, it's an overall okay. pick. So I'm going to go overall. with Brooks. I'm going to go with Brooks. Brooks. Okay. You're going to go with Brooks. Kepka. I think he's sitting Kepka. second second right now. He's actually yeah. he is actually third. He's 705 third. points out. Yeah, Justin, Justin second, right? Justin, Justin second. Yeah. I'll do, I'll do Brooks. Okay. Bear, who you got? I am going to take... Your pick depends on... I'm going to not pick the same as you. I'm going to tell you that. I'll probably take the opposite. I, I want you to take Dustin Johnson, so I'm not going to take him. Okay. I am going to take, and I don't want to take Thomas because then we take the top three guys. It's kind of lame. 
So I'm going to take, you know what? Screw it. Give me Tiger Woods. I'm, I'm taking Tiger Woods. I'm taking Tiger Woods. You know how awesome it would be I'm going to take Tiger Woods to win the FedEx yeah, that, Cup. That he's, sitting, he's sitting in 20th right now. All he's got to do is have a couple of good finishes. He makes it to Atlanta in the Tour Championship. Win the damn thing. Win it all. Well, um, Let's do it. I would, you're funny because I was actually going to say Tiger, so I won't pick Tiger now. Thank you, jerk. Um, because he's just playing so hot, and now he's been consistent all year. And I think we all just want to see Tiger win. So I'm going to – gosh, man, this is this is tough for me. I'm, I'm going to take the, the easy way out and go Dustin Johnson because I wanted Tiger. So I'll take Dustin Johnson just so we all don't have the same. Um, but I'll tell you what, I will not – as I pick Dustin Johnson overall, I will not pick him to win a tournament for the playoffs uh, because yeah. I took the easy road. I mean, if you get to it and he needs to win to win the FedEx Cup in Atlanta, then I'll take him. You got to take him. Yeah, yeah, I'll take him. That. That's it. That's the only time I'll take him is in Atlanta if we if I have to take him. So we'll see what happens. Uh, good picks, I'm sure. Uh, Barry, did you write that down? Yes, I did. Awesome. It should Thank be a fun, so should be a fun tournament this week. Uh, you know, all the big names are out there, and there's a lot of guys back in that field who are they're going to want to play. And this is this is the fun part is that these guys know who are back there. They have to play aggressive. That's why I like playing these guys down lower. You know, they know they have to make top 100 to make next week. I mean, this is $10 million on the line. This is big money. These guys are going to come out, and they are going to go balls to the wall, and it is fun. There's no, You're not going to see conservative golf un- unless they're from the leaders. You know, you're going to see great golf from these guys, and, and that's, what makes, that's what makes the playoffs fun is that you got guys, instead of, you know, trying to play left side of the green, these guys are going to go for a hole that you have to carry 220 over the water and have about a three-foot landing area, and they're going to be going for it going to make for some fun entertaining golf and, and i'm excited so let's uh let, let's hit up um nascar i i did not watch saturday night they raced at bristol so brandon and, and, and gary i know you watched but i know brandon watched more than anybody especially since i was getting updates on lap two when kyle bush took everybody out well i watched the end of the race which i think brandon missed so <laughs> go ahead my bad go i ahead, think brandon. i think uh did you watch the end of the race i watched from the first lap all the way to the last oh well never mind then i'll let this is your platform your segment, i will just buddy, interject go ahead. go ahead all right well um i'm not gonna go into too much detail but yeah kyle uh kurt bush not kyle kurt bush um won the race broke his 59 uh winless streak he his last one was at the 2017 daytona 500 so he is into the playoffs now with that one, with that first one of the year. I don't remember how many laps he led, but um, go ahead. No, no, I was gonna. I don't know how many laps he led either, but he was been this year the most consistent driver yeah, to not have a win, and he, he finally has. got the win. He has. So um, as we said, um, well, as Bear kind of said before, lap two, Kyle Busch did go out. Um, I was of course happy. I thought he was going to be done. I mean, the, his fender was literally off. As you know, Sid Cicada is still you know hanging around. Thanks, his fender, Sid. his his fender was off. I thought he was done. You know, they kept on saying that. Um, you know, they, he wasn't going to be able to rest, uh, race. It. I almost said wrestle, race anymore. Well, he almost did have but, to wrestle. Yeah, somebody. he almost did apparently. Um, so yeah, he he was. You know, I as you guys know, I do not like Kyle Busch, but I mean, my goodness, Say it. he he almost won that race. I didn't think that he was going to, but he almost did. I mean, the guy was, was almost three laps down. He he had to battle at the end of the stage at the second stage just to stay on the lead lap. No, I'm sorry, he was one lap down. He just had he had a battle just to get the uh, uh, lucky dog or whatever they call it. Yeah, now. it's the lucky dog. That's right. Yeah. So I mean, and he was all the way up to third at one point, and then there was another caution that he rubbed uh, tires with um, Boucher. 
Boucher. Yep. And then uh, that dropped him down to 20th. He ended up finished 20th. He ended up cutting the tires, so, spun out, and then he was yeah, stuck. And he couldn't. Yeah. He was just running it on the rim. Yeah, he took out Truex. Truex was definitely not happy about that. I didn't hear but anything I want about you to, it. I want you to say what Kyle said after that. What did he say about bumping Truex? I did not catch his post. He, he said, I didn't catch it his is completely my fault. I came in overestimated and just overestimated by three or four inches, yeah. and I got him. That is completely my fault. I, I usually yeah. overestimate by three or four <laughs> inches, too. <laughs> you do. I figured you did. So, um, so yeah, I mean, Kyle Busch, I mean, my goodness. Like I said, his car was literally falling apart, and he almost won the race. And, and remember, he was going to be seven gallons short yeah. because he could not. You probably didn't see this, Bear. He could not fill the car yeah. because the whole back the gas end was man, gone. Yeah, the gas man had <laughs> to. It. They had to pull another guy over because you can only you're only allowed five over right over the wall for a pit stop so they had to take another guy after you change the tires they had to lift part of the where the gas tank is <laughs> to get the gas in and that cost him like five seconds which is a lot of time when you're pitting oh, so this absolutely. dude and this dude is just passing people like crazy with half a car yeah it seems so, like it, just insane it was yeah. absolutely insane so his brother ended up winning kurt bush won uh, do you my, do you hate him as much as you hate Kyle? No, I actually I don't mind I don't mind Kurt. At I all. think I, I don't mind Kurt either, but he's just kind of boring. Uh, he, Maybe it's because Kyle's so yeah. rambunctious. He's like but he's like Clint Boyer with me too. He's just bo- he's just yeah. And it's boring. not boring in a bad way. Yeah, like, no, no, it's, it's just not. he's just kind and of boring. Did, you don't you don't think about him a lot. He's just kind yeah. of there. Did, and, did you see uh, Kyle's driver introduction? So he comes out and they're like the driver. Yeah, I said of He's like what? I don't need an introduction. Walks away. Classic. He came out to, uh, I don't know, the guy's T-Pain song, All I Do Is Win, Win, Win. And, Which is um, true. Yeah. Is, is that T-Pain? I thought yeah. it was DJ yeah, it's Khaled. T, it's, D, it's DJ, DJ Khaled, right? T-Pain's on there. It's like yeah. five guys. Well, there's like 20 people on five there. Five guys. Like most oh, of the God. Why'd you bring up food again? Oh, that's that's, that's, that's a good place, man. Double cheeseburger. Hey, fun with, fact with for With the grilled cheese. I yeah, apparently there's a grilled cheese now, yeah. Okay, so I'll just go over it because I thought I told you guys, but I couldn't remember. So if you get a grilled cheese at Five Guys... Put two patties on it. It's cheaper than a double cheeseburger. You still get all the toppings, and it's cheaper by like 50 cents when you put two on it. And you there. probably get more cheese. Oh, you get a crap ton of more cheese, and it is amazing. Absolutely delicious. I will never – I don't know if I'll ever get a double cheeseburger from there again. Like, it's that good. So just just everyone out there in listener land, I hope you get five guys tomorrow for lunch when you're listening to this or dinner. I'll, I'll be eating taco salad leftover from dinner. Um, but fun fact, I just wanted to tell you about this. So after Saturday night's win, Kyle and Kurt are the first brothers in NASCAR history to have 30 wins apiece. Kurt has 30 wins? Dude, he's been around. He yeah, has a championship. Just, he yeah. won the championship I, in yeah, like 03, uh, 04. So you win a championship, you win like five, six races in a year. Okay. Well, over he's been racing, what, like 18 yeah, years, 19 years? A long time. That's winning one and a half races a year. That's pretty decent. And yeah. when earlier well, in his NASCAR, career. NASCAR, it's very good. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, and Kyle's, a, a, Kyle's at what, 49? I believe, yeah. yeah. He's if, going you, for if you win a race in a year as a normal NASCAR driver, not Bush, Truex, Harvick, I mean, that's pretty damn impressive. Well, and the, what there is talk of right now, speaking of which, Casey Kane is retiring, yep. and so is Elliot Sadler uh, from the Infinity uh, Racing. And so what's going to happen, also there's talk of Kurt Busch leaving Stuart Haas and going to uh, taking over Jamie McMurray's car so he'll drive the number one and he'd take Monster with him. Now, who did they say may come to Stuart Haas? Brandon, did you? I did um, not see who they were uh, thinking um, of bringing, but I did see that um, Kurt Busch is thinking of. Is, they they are thinking of letting Kurt Busch go. I think after this win, I mean, if he if he wins, if he wins another race and he dominates in the playoffs, or if he does pretty good in the playoffs, I don't know how you would let him go. Right. But and, sorry, that was not me this time. That was not me. <laughs> 
But um, but yeah, I do not know who they thought they uh, thought of bringing in in his replacement. Uh, uh, yeah, I can't remember who it was either. But uh, you know, we'll see what happens. And then, kind of the last thing um, was the Chevys again. They they're having their issues this year, but. You know, we'll see what happens. They, they may come back. I just want to throw out there our picks from last week. Uh, I had Kyle Larson, who happened to finish second. And you should have taken Chase Elliott. He dominated that and, race and finished third. And by, yeah. by, by the way, Gary, that's two straight pole picks, isn't it? Yeah, that's two straight. Hamlin, 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 Hamlin and Larson, right? And we picked them on Tuesday or Wednesday, which right. is insane. And luckily this week there's no race, no so I don't have to try to do it three got weeks. Darlington in two weeks. Is it? It's Sunday, right? Yeah, because it's Labor Day weekend. Right. So, yeah, it'll be a Sunday race. I love Darlington. Lady in black. Lady in black. Love that. And I'm so, happy they brought that track back. It's a great track because it was and gone for what yeah, a couple it, years wasn't it, it when they repaved? I yes. don't know. It was was it gone? It was gone. Oh, it was definitely gone. It was gone. Oh yeah. Yeah they they used to do it. They used to do it in the spring and then then in the fall. But mm-hmm. now lately it's been for the last three years. I have in my notes it's been Labor Day weekend. So it used to be um, like second week of March and then it would be like the second or third week of September. So it's the first week of September. What's right. the what's the famous saying for Darlington? I mean, what do you get when you go there if you're a real NASCAR driver? The clock? God, Brandon. The Darlington I, stripe. Goodness. Oh, the stripe. Yeah. We'll go more. Oh, oh you're talking about, I, I thought you meant trophy-wise. You're talking about the stripe. Jesus. I yeah. thought Brandon was yeah. a freaking NASCAR fan. So, the he is. But, so, Kyle Busch finished 20th, which was Bears pick. And, uh, Brandon, your pick was Kevin Harvick, who finished 10th. And then I had Larson, who finished 2nd. Um so NASCAR off this week. We'll get back into NASCAR next week and, and make some picks for you again. So shifting gears over to the Major League Baseball, just an update. I, if you guys want to interject, you can. So Red Sox sitting at 88 and 38. They lost two in a row, by the way. To who? Uh, I, I don't even know. The Tribe. There you go. So Tribe run. Fire! 50, they're coming. They're 50 games over 500. Indians leading the Central at a big 72 and 52. 13 games ahead of the Twins. So that's pretty much done. Houston and Oakland, this kind of surprised me, sort of. They're both tied at 75 and 50 in the West. Yankees are leading the wild card at 78 and 46 with Oakland and Houston fifth, three and a half games out. Um, and who, I, I just want to see if you know this, because I don't, did you guys do any statistics on baseball? Did you look at anything before uh, I ask this question? Nope. Okay. Who, don't look it up either. Who do you think is winning the NL East? Uh, NL East? The Braves? Yeah, it's, the, it's the Phillies. Phillies or Braves, right? Braves are yeah. winning by the a Bravos. game over the Phillies. Yeah. Nice. They're, the they're a game out at 68 and 56, and Atlanta's 69 yeah. and 55. And, and the Nats just traded away David Murphy to the Cubs today and Matt Adams to the Cardinals. And um, I was actually listening in on Sirius Radio um, on the Fantasy Sports uh, Network there at Channel 87. They had the Nats manager on there after the trades and said, "Yeah, you know, we're looking for. We're, it was a it was a move for uh, cap space for next year. It was a move to get the young guys in. So it pretty much sounds like they're giving up on the year, which yeah. makes me believe that they're getting rid of Bryce in the offseason. Oh, I would not be surprised. Yeah, they're going to start selling. And I think that the Yankees. They have. I know that I, I'm not wanting this, but the Yankees. I don't know if you saw this are looking at potentially. Bryce Harper and Machado, which I do not want. Won't happen. Uh, they're looking at it because they have the money to do it. And it, depending on what the Red Sox do and if they whoop their ass some more this year, it could happen. Um, but Washington, since you mentioned them, seven and a half games out at 62 and 63. They're done. Cubs are 71 and 52, three games ahead of Milwaukee. Also, before you go any further, since we're just going to go over this quick, getting Murphy today, pretty huge, but they lost you, Darvish. So yes, that's a huge loss. Tough to the pitching staff. Yeah, he pitched, I think, believe uh, yesterday or the day before. He got pulled after the first inning. So Right. 
And uh, then out in the West, Arizona is a half game up on Colorado. Just a half game. Dodgers are sitting two and a half out. Now we have our MLB picks up. Gary, you still have Boston over the Dodgers in six. I'm not, I'm not going to change it. I know you're not. That's what I'm saying. Uh, we, I, this is done. This is set. Brandon put his off, off air yesterday. I made mine uh, whenever our first podcast, I think, yesterday. Sorry, last week. Um, Dodgers over Astros. I said it's going to flip-flop in seven. So yes. I think this year will be the same World Series, different outcome. Dodgers win in seven. Brandon, you said Cubs over Red Sox. You didn't give us on how many games. So right now on the seven. record, seven, seven games. Okay. okay, so we can write it down. I like it. And uh, just to say the wild card in the NL, Milwaukee is up a half game on Philadelphia, Colorado, and St. Louis. They're all within a half game. Four teams within a half game for two spots. Um, and then the, those latter three that I mentioned, Philly, Colorado, St. Louis, all tied for that last spot. Dodgers are still two games out. So if you're looking at the wild card, they're fifth, and two teams get in. So, But I still think the Dodgers get in, you know, too deep. Clayton Kershaw is going to play well. Manny Machado, that great addition. So we're going to see what happens there. Also, Tribe up right now, 2 nothing on Boston. And uh, Boston right now is losing to Justin Bieber's brother. So I'm just throwing that out there. I, I love it. Honestly, I am I, a bad fan. I haven't been paying attention to the Indians, but they have someone pitching tonight, S. Bieber. I don't even know what his first name is. I'm going to click Sean on Sean Bieber. Look. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess Shane. Shane's going to be Shane. Shane Bieber. Nailed it. Sean so Bieber. I do know, I do know a little Speaking bit. Speaking of Sean. Please check out Crandall's Quality Lawn Care, 419-704-5471, and All Wear Clothing at allwearclothing.com. Justin on the Twitter, since we're talking about Justin's, gave us a question. Who in sports would have the best America's Got Talent acts cannot be anything related to their sports? Oh, man, I totally nailed this this week. Once again, I, I can't thank Justin enough every single week for these questions because, honestly, this one, I had one that's serious and I have two that are funny. And the two that are funny, it took me a while to think about. The one that was serious, I think everyone knows about. They say it. It feels like every NFL year. So I'll start. And it's probably the same as me because I just said this person's name, period, and I was done. Justin Tucker? Yes. His opera singing? It's unbelievable. Gorgeous. Gorgeous it's, voice. It's unreal. And, and he's probably, the best kicker Brandon's in the NFL. probably like, he sings opera? No, I, I, I blanked for a second, but yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, Justin Tucker, period, done. And now that you mentioned it, I just thought of some funny ones in the head, so I like it. Okay. Brandon, what do you got? I had a hard time researching this stuff, Fair. so I, I did too. I I, I, I saw did. I something knew about Justin Tucker. Period. Yeah. No, that was easy. Well, I didn't research that. I, that was like yeah, the first one I wrote that. down. It was the other two because I wanted some good ones in there. I, I saw yeah, I saw Nick Markakis. He can balance a chair on his chin. So hey, I'd like to see that. Okay, that would be good. That'd in be America's a good one. Got I like it. Yeah. What, Bear, give me one of your funny ones, and I'll give you a mine okay. that I just so, thought of on the fly. So my. First funny one, um, I have Charles Barkley. I think he'd be a good magician because he made all his money disappear by gambling. So I think he would be a great magician if he put him in America's Got Talent. I thought um, you were going to go something about like watching him golf or something. I, no, I, that's not, that is far from talent. I, I have Josh Gordon because I think he could be the first person to outsmoke Willie Nelson. So give me Josh Gordon outsmoking Willie Nelson okay, on America's my, Got Talent. My last one is absolutely amazing, so I want you to give your last one. Or that's that, it. That okay, was just okay, on the fly. We're good. So, so my I thought funniest one because last night as I'm doing my research and everything it's like midnight um this is the last thing i did because i just couldn't get it and i'm just laughing my ass off at midnight last night i think Derek jeter would be a great juggler for all the women he used to juggle back in the day <laughs> I, I feel like he'd be a wonderful juggler so like those it. are those are my three justin tucker uh opera singing charles barkley magician and Derek jeter for juggling so, and, and thank like, you justin and we're almost an hour in we still have a lot to go 
uh, a lot. We've got football, we've got wrestling. So I want to jump into the urban update real quick. So the, there's a potential for a few things. Tomorrow that 20-person board is going to meet yeah. meet in the morning, and we might hear tomorrow, we might hear later on what's going to happen. So what I am personally thinking is going to happen, because it came out today that he met with authorities several times that Urban did, and so did Gene Smith. So I'm like, good, they're done. So what I think could happen here is a few things. One or two game suspension, like we mentioned before, or immediate reinstatement, and they'll just say that what has happened with his time his time served, that's it, his time served. He's done, he's reinstated, he's good to go. I think he's off the hook after hearing all that today. And as we said before, this is complete garbage, complete trash, what is going on. So I think they just. I think it's going to be a reinstatement. I see no need in him getting suspended since he did what he was supposed to do. Yeah, there's... There was, you know, this whole, since it broke, I think, end of July, beginning of August, there's so much information that has come out. I don't know who to believe anymore, really. Um, I can see I can see him getting maybe two games. I can see him maybe getting three, you know, sitting out the non-conference games, bringing them back. I can see him, I can see, Gary, I can see him not getting anything. I mean, we'll, we'll have to see. There was a report I did hear. That, I'm not even going to say it's a report that... Some guy that I heard on the radio talked to another. So it's one of those stupid ass things. Oh, so you mean it's what exactly Brett McMurphy did? Yeah, it's the one of these. Oh, okay. You know, and, and it's on a radio. You know, it's just, you know, it's not like you know, just another podcast that I've heard. This guy was on the radio saying, "Oh, I heard this from this guy. He heard it from this guy saying Urban already knows he's getting fired." So right, right there. I mean, that's just it's bull crap. I mean, we'll we'll find out tomorrow. I think I heard uh, coming in that they have to give from when they find from when they discuss it and give a final decision they have to wait 24 hours to inform everybody and then they'll break it so we might even we might not even hear this until thursday i'm thinking we still might hear it you know tomorrow it's going to be tomorrow evening it's not going to be at two o'clock in the afternoon it's going to be more like you know seven o'clock after everybody's gone and out of work i can see him either sitting the conference games i can see him not getting anything going back this week you know uh, first games in 11 days, so yeah, next week. Um, is it 11 days? I thought there was a game on Thursday. I, okay, well, Ohio State's first game is in 11 days. Okay, so uh, good point. So going into the preseason rankings of college football, so we're going to be making weekly picks that, for college football. That's okay. I didn't want to give my urban update. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I am so sorry, Bear. I will give you your urban update. Go that's ahead. okay. I was just going to agree with you because what I read today was he's either going to get a two-game suspension, but they also have heard that, like you said, that this whole time off is time served. So they said there's probably not going to be a suspension if all is true. That's why all the rumors are coming out. Um, I didn't see the stuff with Gene Smith, so that's new to me. I really do think that um, you know this this case is on for the football side of things, for the Urban Meyer side of things, is closed and shut. I think this is done. You know what? If he gets a two game suspension, I think it's stupid. If everything that comes yeah. out says that he did what he needed to do. If that's the case, then it should just be his time off right now. He should be immediately reinstated. Let's if, let's start prepping for Oregon State. If he does, I, I would like to see – if he does by chance get suspended, I'll look at it in a positive light that we get to see what Ryan Day can do. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's what I'm looking forward well, to if it does happen. Uh, yeah, hopefully, you know – and, again, I'm not an Ohio State fan at all. But, you know, we all saw, you know, when uh, Finkel was there, you know, how they took over. They went, what, 6-6? Six and six? Yeah, I said Finkel. As in, like, Ray Finkel. Finkel. Yes. Ray. <laughs> what do you know about Ray Finkel? So, <laughs> soccer style. Congratulations. Call your high June 1976. Um, you know, we all saw what happened there. They they just fell apart. You guys went 6-6. Six six, or, I'm sorry, Ohio State went 6-6. Six and six. 
Um, so if he's suspended a couple games, you know, we'll see you guys open with Oregon State. I think then you go to or TCU comes to Ohio State. And then I forget your third. Uh, it's probably like Army or some cupcake team. But um, Oh, you mean TCU? <laughs> yeah, real cupcake team. He just team. said that. That's what I said. I thought he said, said Army. You said third. No, no, he yeah, said your third game. What's yeah, your th- it's TCU. Okay, so what's yeah, your he second did say game? that. Oh, I don't know. We got well, Oregon, okay, Oregon State. I'm sorry, I got TCU in, in your in your second game. Oh, it's like Bowling Green or Miami of Ohio. Yeah, or so yeah, probably. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get to see what Ryan Day can do. We'll see if he can you know carry over what you know that Ru- Rutgers. Oh, okay. oh yeah. So we look at that. Rutgers. Look at that. Ohio, Ohio State. Ohio State goes in conference. Yeah. What is Notre Dame? Ohio State's third non-conference game. When does Notre Dame go in conference? I know it's not the second week of the year. <laughs> Never. I'm pretty sure it's Miami of Ohio. I'll, um, I'll let Stack Guy look that up, but I, I'm, I'm pretty positive it is. So while you look that up, uh, Stack Guy, can, I'm going to talk about what we're going to do for picks. So each week we're going to make weekly picks for college football starting next week. We're only going to pick the top ten and Michigan State and Notre Dame. So their games as well, if they're in the top ten or not. To spice things up, we are actually going to bet on the line for the college football games because top 10 is what happened. So, Brandon, I know you're looking at me funny. So I just picked the winner. I don't go no, for this, giving though, you four points. No, for this, though, you need to do that because we could just say, oh, Alabama, yeah, they're going to win. We know that. But if they're a 40-point favorite, are they going to cover the 40 or not? So what that means is let's say they're favored by 40 points in week one. If yeah, they I know. Win, you're giving Little Sisters of the Poor 40 points. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So if they if they score, if they win by 40, are we going to call it a tie or a loss, Bear? If the line's forty, it's a tie. No, it's a tie. If, we'll if, call it a tie. If yeah, if you if you play by lines and it's a seven point favorite and they win by seven points, it's just that's, a tie. That's it's probably why we're. That's usually why yeah. you see halves. Exactly, but no, we're, we will play pushes. I, I if that's what it is, and we're going to play that way, we definitely will play pushes. So we're going to do that, and we'll have a weekly winner out of the three of us, based on record, and then we're going to also keep running total for the entire year of record each week. So after thirteen weeks, we'll have a record. We may be. 10, 2, and 1, 10, and 3, you know, what have you, against each other. And then also what we're going to do is for a tiebreaker, we're going to pick a game each week for a tiebreaker, and that game you have to pick the winner, and the score is going to be the tiebreaker. So the closest to the score is what's going to matter. Brandon, if you're listening to that. And so, Brandon, did you catch that? Yes, I did. For the tiebreaker, what we're going to do. And then also we will keep our running – our running stats on what our record is for every game this year. So we may have 130 games that we are betting on. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And I I think what we need to do too for each week is um, spice up the ante a little bit. So if any, (laughs) if any, Brandon, if you try to kill that fly one more time when I'm talking, I'm going to hit you with a (laughs) pair of scissors. Okay. So I think we need to up the ante a little bit. The barber beefcake right there. (laughs) So, so hopefully, I, I want some uh, some people in listener land out there to um, you know hit us up on Twitter at OTL Sports Pod at OTL Sports Pod. You got that Twitter. right. I'm impressed. And I also on, on Facebook as well. You know, you guys can hit us up uh, over the line Sports Podcast. Give us some ideas on what our bet should be. You know, we're not going to do money bets. If we have to do some food bets, whatever the case may be, but, but I like that. The loser has to buy lunch or loser dinner. Has to, or yeah, loser yeah, has to bring like in something, anything like that. So, yeah, so if, if anybody has anything out there, you know, let us know. Let us know on our social media platforms, and we want to hear these things, and we will pick the best one by football season here in two weeks. So, so let us know what we should bet each week, and then maybe for ourselves we'll, we'll put in something just overall or something like that. We'll, we'll figure something out. I like it. And, uh, Brandon, just let the fly go, man. I know he's making you sweat bullets, but it's okay. Right, so he's pissing me off. Let, let's let's jump into the Big Twelve preview. Come on. <laughs> Big Twelve preview. So 
Um, one division. Ugh. Because there's only there's only ten in the Big Twelve. And well, like fourteen. They, in the they Big do 10, play a title game. They do play. They do. They. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. Well, I'm just saying they they started that they went you know like what last year or two years ago. Well, I I thank you. That's all we'll say. So first off, Brandon, <laughs> you can go. Earthquake is pissed. <laughs> earthquake, that fly got him. Uh, Brutus the earthquake beefcake. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, Brandon. Oh, beefcake. <laughs> oh, beefcake. <laughs> give us a rundown of your Big 12. All right, my Big 12, um, the, the favorite, it's Oklahoma. Lost Baker Mayfield, lost a lot, but, you know, they're still going to, they're consistent. They're going to stay up there. I forget who they're bringing in, who's replacing them, but, um. Who's replacing who? Him? I think it's like. like it's Kyler Murray. Is it Kyle Murray? Okay. Kyler Murray. Kyler. Okay, yeah. Kyler Murray. Right, there you go. Name. Tyler with they, a tie. Yeah, they they throw a lot. They're going to keep on throwing. I got them eleven and two. Obviously, with the uh, thirteen games, they're going to make it to the title game. They, I got, uh, I got West Virginia going nine and four. Nine and four. You they got the title game. I do. I was about to say because they only played twelve games, yeah. which means you got to have them in the title game. Yep. I like it. So I got them nine and four. Um, they got a Heisman favorite in Will Greer. He's Will gonna, Greer. Yeah, he's going to be a big-time player this year. Texas, 8-4. and four. TCU, 8-4. and four. I do have them losing to Iowa State, so there you go. As you should. Iowa State, they're my sleeper. I hate to call them a sleeper. I think they went 7-5 and five last year. They're 8-4 and four this year. Good things out of Matt Campbell out of there. Um, Oklahoma State, 7-5, and five, taking a step back, um, losing Mason Rudolph. I got K-State going 6-6. Six and six. Yeah, sorry, Bud uh, Snyder. I'm waiting um, for something. Are you waiting too? Yeah, don't even say it. Let I, him go. I, I'm not waiting. All of our stuff is matching up for once. Brandon, All right. really? Well, yeah. Baylor, 5-7, and seven, so they're going to take a step forward with uh, their coach, who I'm blanking on right now. Uh, sorry, Mr. Bachelor, um, Kent, uh, Texas Tech. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury, he's going to go five and seven. He might lose his job this year. Kansas, Dude, who cares? We, that dude's a freaking we are, stud. We are almost matching up too. Well, sorry, this is interesting. Kansas, two and ten. Two and oh, good for you. I only gave him one win. All right, so Bear, go ahead. Um, so you know, I, I agree with you. Oklahoma up top, ten and two. I have their two losses to West Virginia and Iowa State. Uh, Texas, I have it. Texas, I have so it nine. I. And, I have it nine and three. Um, I think Texas and Oklahoma will be in the uh, title game. Texas, I have losing to Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Kansas State. I have West Virginia at nine and three, losing to Texas Tech, Texas, and TCU. They are going to lose all their games for Texas teams this year. So who was that? I'm sorry. That was West Virginia. I have it nine and three, okay. but they lose to Texas, so they lose the second place tiebreaker. That's thus not making the title game. That gives me Oklahoma and Texas. Um, I have TCU at eight and four, Iowa State at eight and four. Can't say enough about Matt Campbell. He was a Toledo coach. Love Matt Campbell. Love yep. the local guy. Um, root for him very heavily. I, I hope he has a great year. I know he's got some upsets in him. They're gonna have another stellar year. They're gonna go. They're gonna. They're gonna go nine and four. They're gonna win whatever yeah, bowl I got, game. I got them. I got them beating Oklahoma. That's one of their two losses. Um, Oklahoma State seven and five. I agree with you. Losing Mason Rudolph's gonna hurt a little bit, but you know they have no deep. Oh, the whole Big Twelve really has no defense. Um, actually, Texas probably has the best defense in that conference. And what did you have for TCU? Eight and four. Yeah. Okay. Um, Kansas State, I have seven and five. Between that and six and six, all the same. I have Texas Tech at six and six. I, I do think Kingsbury. You know, I, I think they're going to go six and seven, lose their bowl game, and he will get fired after the bowl game. But I think they do make a bowl this year. Their offense is just always way too explosive. Their defense is 
um, high school level, <laughs> high school quality defense. Baylor, whole, whole Big Twelve yeah. is kind of Baylor at four and eight. They shouldn't even be playing football. They should be they should be on the death penalty. So I, you know, I I wish they would go zero and twelve. I, I I can't stand Baylor anymore after all the crap that went on there. And I have Kansas at one and eleven. So I right, see, so yeah, and I forgot to mention I got Oklahoma over West Virginia in the title game. And I have Oklahoma over Texas in the title game. Gary, go ahead with your uh, rundown, and then we'll give our top three players in the Big Twelve. Okay, so I have Oklahoma eleven and two over Texas ten and three. Uh, here, here is why I have Texas up there. I don't know if you guys actually looked at this. Texas has USC, TCU, Oklahoma, West Virginia, Iowa State all at home. That's huge. Tom Herman, second year, correct, Bear? Second year for Tom Herman? Yep. Yes. Uh, I think 10-3. and three. Um, The West Virginia, I have them also floating between 9-3, and 10-2. and two. They have Iowa State, Texas, Oklahoma that I could see be their, being their losses, uh, and they could win one of those very well. Iowa State, I have nine and three. TCU, eight and four. Oklahoma State, seven and five. K State, six and six. Texas Tech, Bear, I kind of disagree with you on the six and six. I know you mentioned five and seven. That's what I'm going with. Five and seven. Baylor, I have it five and seven. I can see them starting out four and four and zero, oh, finishing one and seven the rest of the year. If you look at their schedule, they have ACU, they have UTSA, Duke, and Kansas. First four games, easily could go four and zero. Oh. They'll lose to Duke. And it's very possible that they do lose to Duke. And then uh, I have Kansas at 2-10. and 10. Okay. Um, my top three players in the Big 12, obviously one's going to be Will Greer. You're right, Heisman candidate. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, he's top three in the Heisman voting here at the end of the year, as long as he can stay healthy. I think he what, broke his thumb last year late. He was out, and they yeah, I think, I think they so. were, did they go three and three in those years? They lost, how many games was he out? Was he out three games? Uh, something like that. Yeah, I can't remember. I know they didn't win. Um I also have Will Greer number one. I'll just say that right now. And uh, Brandon, do you have Will Greer at number one? <laughs> yes, I do. Okay. So okay. Uh, my my number two is Rodney Anderson, running back from Oklahoma. I think he's going to have a really good year. He's going to be a stud this year. They're going to rely on that. I know that. Uh, what's his face? Kyler Anderson. What's that his name? Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Uh, he can definitely throw the ball around, and Oklahoma has some good wide receivers, as it seems they always do. But they also have had some of the best running backs to go to the NFL, uh, you know, DeMarco Murray, Adrian Peterson. They produced some studs out of there. So he's not good. So they they just had to sign Adrian Peterson in Washington that's because they don't trust P. Ryan. It's because he got hurt. He's done until like, like four weeks. P. Ryan? Yeah. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. No, he is not. Yes, he is. Absolutely not. Stat guy, look that up, please. No, P. P. Ryan is not hurt. Do not listen to Brandon on this. I, I listen to fantasy radio all day, every day. People... Trust me, Brandon is wrong. P. Ryan is not hurt. Uh, Geis just tore his ACL. He's done. P. Ryan's not hurt. And then my third is a little surprise. It is going to be Sam Ellinger from Texas, their quarterback this year, their new quarterback this year. I think he's going to have a pretty darn good year too. The Texas offense just isn't that great. But, I mean, he's he's going to be pretty good there. I think they're going to have a, a really good quarterback. Not quite Vince Young quarterback capabilities this kid can throw. So we're going to see what he has. It's better than the two-quarterback system they've been running for the past couple of years. So I think Texas offense is going to be pretty darn good this year. Gary, who are your um, other guy just got back to me uh, reading the headline right here. Two more Redskins running backs leave with injuries. Samaj P. Ryan, one of them. Thank you. Okay, what's the injury? Is it just uh, – it's preseason, so he probably hurt his hamstring and is out for like, what, a day or two of practice? That's not an injury. Stat guy's getting back to me on that one. Oh, okay. All right, so uh, – 
No, so I'll give my three. Kyler Murray, I'm going to give him the opportunity to be three. And then uh, number two, sneaky pick, sneaky pick here, um, who also I think could be a sleeper Heisman candidate, David Montgomery, running back, Iowa State. Okay. It, but uh, they need to – he carries a lot. Thank you, Bear, for that. He carries a lot. And uh, I, if his frame can handle it, 5'11", very built player, uh, he could be hitting 500 touches again, which is just absolutely insane. So, Brandon, what do you got? All right, so, of course, Will Greater, uh, number one. Um, I also have David Montgomery running back out of Iowa State. I think he's going to have a good year. Um, and then we talk about – you talked about – what's the guy – what would you say Oklahoma State's – I mean, Oklahoma's running back? What? What was Oklahoma's running back? What? <laughs> what? Sorry, I was just going to go into a what thing there. <laughs> Rodney Anderson. Rodney Anderson. Okay, I was thinking about him, but I'm going to go with – um, their wide receiver, Marquise Brown, um, he steps up as the number one wide receiver this year. Like I said before, they throw the ball a lot. They're going to keep on throwing the ball just because Baker Mayfield's gone. Doesn't mean they're going to switch up their offense. So they're going to throw the ball up. Marquise Brown, he's going to be up there um, potentially. So remember, this is just the three Heisman favorites from the Big 12. This is not overall. We'll give that at the end. All right. So college, I like it. Uh, we'll again next week we're going to do our Big Ten preview and then we're going to make some picks so let's go in quickly AFC West what do we have Bear um, so luckily this week Brandon had research from two weeks ago so I don't have to do all his research for him this week on the AFC West so this uh, this year in the AFC West I have the Chargers being um, probably a little bit overwhelmingly winning here I, I don't even know how to put this I have been 12 and 4 um, and now I'm looking at this, I kind of hate that. <laughs> but I did pick the Chargers at 12-4. and four. Um, I have Oakland at 9-7. and seven. I have Kansas City at 9-7. and seven. I have Denver at 5-11. and 11. Just a little bit of a rundown before you guys go into yours. The Chargers are definitely going to be the best team in that division. Um, last year they lost, I think, three or four games because of kicking. They have Robert Aguayo in there who's supposed to win the job, who isn't, isn't very great anyways. But maybe um, after getting out of Tampa – gets to a new team different feel i think that it should be okay um they got was uh, he that kid from florida state yeah who was tampa drafted in the second round yeah Yeah. really dumb and he had just two terrible years in tampa and got cut and uh san diego picked him up because they also have kicking woes they're the worst kicking team statistically in the nfl last year and still went nine and seven um, they got um, Mike Pouncey from um, Miami. They got Forrest Lamp on back. I think he was just hurt last year who they drafted. So that offensive line should be good for Phillip Rivers. Unfortunately, uh, Hunter Henry is out for the year. Jason Verrett is out for the year. Two big injuries. You know, tight end is, is not the easiest position to fill. I have a feeling, a sneaking feeling, that Antonio Gates might get signed and come back this year just because they need him. I don't know if he will or not, but we'll see. Uh, Verrett's huge on the defense, but they still have a great defense. Their line is amazing. Um, obviously, with Bosa leading it off the edge, so I think they're going to have a really good year. Um, you know, the offense is always good. Melvin Gordon, they got some good wide receivers as well, so they should have a. Uh, actually, I think the best possession receiver in the NFL. They have Keenan Allen. Would you agree with me there, Gray? I agree. Thank you. Thank but you. I don't think, in fantasy terms, that he's going to be top tier as everybody thinks. Uh, I think he will. 
I really do. Um, I mean, he. I think he is a smidge better than Jarvis Landry on the possession side of things. I mean, the dude is a, just a monster. He catches everything that comes his way. If he stays healthy, he's going to have a 120 catch year. No yeah. doubt about it. So, Oakland, um, <laughs> Gruden back. He's already causing ruffles. Khalil Mack still hasn't arrived anywhere yet. No one knows what's going on with him. I've heard rumors that they're going to trade him. I've heard rumors that he's going to show up. He still hasn't shown up to camp, hasn't played in any preseason games. I don't even think he's been in the facility. So we'll see with the whole Khalil Mack situation. Um, they did get Jordy Nelson. They did get Doug Martin. Two big upgrades of the offense. I think Doug Martin, Marshawn Lynch combo should be pretty good there on the running back. Jordy Nelson's still a pretty good wide receiver um, alongside Amari Cooper. They did lose Michael Crabtree, and they lost their whole kicking staff. So we're going to see how that goes. They lost probably the second-best punter in the NFL, Marquette King. Yep. And um, my all-time favorite kicker, Sebastian Janikowski, absolutely love him. Disappointed to see him go. I mean, the dude was a monster. I felt like every time he went out there, he was just smoking a cigarette and eating a cheeseburger, just kicking field goals. He was, he was awesome. He reminds me of the kicker from The Replacements. Yep, just smoking <laughs> the cigarette, the English just, guy. Yeah, yeah, just 200 pounds heavier. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Kansas City this year, um, obviously it's pretty much going to come down to Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Alex Smith was a game manager. Patrick Mahomes is a gunslinger. We're going to see how that goes. He's a rookie. You just saw last week he threw a 68-yard bomb in the air to Tyreek Hill. In the air. It made it look easy. That was amazing. He flicked his wrist. I mean, Aaron Rodgers makes those plays and flicks his wrist. And, I mean, Mahomes made it look even easier than him. Now, don't get me wrong. Rodgers is... 70 million times better than Mahomes, but just the way, just the ease he threw that ball. Oh my goodness, he, the kid could be an absolute stud. He's gonna, he's gonna struggle this year. He's gonna throw into a lot of double coverages. He's gonna get intercepted a lot, but he could also have a lot of touchdown passes. They did get Kendall Fuller. They also signed Sammy Watkins to a huge deal. Um, so we'll see how he plays with Tyreek Hill and uh, Travis Kelsey, who's probably I think the best tight end. I think he's better than Gronk in the NFL. Um, they did lose Alex Smith, obviously, to the Redskins, and Marcus Peters, who is top cornerback probably in the NFL, went to the Rams. So I will touch on that a little bit when we get to the NFC West. Uh, Denver at the bottom, they're going to have the best defense probably in the uh, AFC West, a little bit better than the Chargers, but their offense not going to be great. Case Keenum, game manager, I just don't think he's going to be the best. Their offensive line is not good at all. They did get Mark Mark. Marquette King, excuse me, um, to punt, which I think replaced Colquitt or something like that, who was a pretty decent punter. Um, and they did get Bradley Chubb with the fifth overall pick. So alongside of Von Miller, uh, defense is going to be and, stacked. And what did you have them for a record? 5-11. and 11. Okay. Yeah, I, I, unfortunately, the backup to Case Keenum is Chad Kelly. Um, so if Keenum goes down, Denver is going to be in a very, very fast downward spiral. Their defense can only keep them in so many games. That offense just is not going to be able to score. So, yeah, Denver's going to be 5-11 and this year. Okay. Brandon? All right. Uh, kind of agree. I got L.A. going 12-4. and They will win the, uh, the division. I have Kansas City 10-6. and Patrick Mahomes, like we were saying, rocket arm. That play that he made, I mean, my goodness. Just like what you said, I mean, I really don't have to say any more about that. Denver six and ten, um, Oakland five and eleven. So yeah, Chargers. I mean, they're, they're they're yeah, like I said, they're gonna win that division. Kansas City first year quarterback. Well, I mean, second year quarterback, but first year starting Patrick Mahomes started one game last year. That was the last game of the year when they already um, became when they already made the playoffs. So we'll see what he can do. Uh, Denver Vance Joseph needs to step it up this year. He's going to go, like I said, they're going to go 6-10. And, and 
um, his second year. So we'll see how he does. Um, Case Keenum, as you said before, he is the starter this year. Chad Kelly, backup, turning heads really in preseason, but um, he's not going to be the starter. He's not going to take over for Case Keenum. And, yeah, John Gruden's first year in 10 years coming back. We'll see how he does. He is, yeah, having problems with Khalil Mack. Mac, yeah. Khalil. Khalil. Uh, Mac. so we'll see how that goes. I think he's getting fined $80,000 or something like that every day he doesn't show up. So he's going to be writing some checks here soon. And so, yeah, that's about all I got. All right. So Chargers, mine is similar to, to your guys. I just have the records a little different. Have it a little closer than you guys did too. Um, Chargers, I have a ten and six, floating between ten and six, eleven and five. I'll go with ten and six. Key addition will be whoever the kicker is, and like you said, um, that is a big thing. Last year they lost the first two games, I believe, based on last second kicks, and they destroyed the Chargers because of that. Kansas City, I have a nine and seven. They won two straight division titles, but now they have Patrick Mahomes, not proven, instead of Alex Smith. High potential. Um, high risk, high reward. Always big there. Denver, I have at uh, eight and eight. I have a little faith in them. Uh, Vaughn Miller, like you said, with Bradley Chubb, fifth overall pick. Defense will look pretty good. Case Keenum, though, um, I, we see what he did in Minnesota. We'll see if he can carry it on over here. Uh, it's going to be different. You have a, a different conference, different division, different kind of playing out in Colorado. So we'll see what happens. Oakland, I have at six and ten. Carr, uh, and here is why. In three consecutive years, Carr has gone from 32 touchdowns to 28 to 22. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going down. And with Gruden there, uh, you don't know what's going to happen. Maybe he improves it. We'll see. Jordy Nelson, I think, was a big pickup, like you had mentioned. Um, and him with Marshawn, looking pretty good. You know, you, you like to see what they have there as a core, but Gruden has a coach in years. The game is different than 10 years ago. So we'll see what happens. Uh, and like you said, Khalil Mack, nowhere to be found. So he's not there. I don't see it happening. I think we're all pretty similar on this. Uh, so let's just well, – Rich, quick, you got something? Go ahead. I was going to say, real quick, Phil Rivers, is he a Hall of Famer? Yes. yes. Sorry, what did you say, Bear? Yes. Okay. We both said yes. Okay. Well, you said it a little louder, so I thought, I, I thought he may have said no. Yeah, yes. I, think, I think he is too. Beautiful. All right. all right, so NFC West, and then after this we might uh, might have to hear a little bit more about our sponsors. So NFC West, Brandon, I'll let you kick this off. Who you got? L.A. Rams returning to the playoffs. They're going to go 12-4. and four. I got 49ers, 9-7. and seven. I have Seattle. They're dropping a little bit. They're fading away, going 8-8. Eight and eight. Arizona, 7-9. and nine. I'm not going to go too much into this. Yeah, I'm not going to go too much into this, but um, we'll see how Goff does in his third year. He stepped it up unbelievably in his second year. I, I, I just I just like to distract you. Okay, yeah. I figured that. Because I thought you said golf. And I, I thought like, he said golf, too, and then I realized what he said. I know it's it's enunciating. Ward Burton isn't here, so you can speak Ward into Burn, the I said golf, man. Ward Burton, I, I, number twenty-two just, capital. Not, I'm gonna say golf. When you just said golf, I heard golf again. Golf. If, if, golf. You, if you said golf, then you sound like you're from Boston. Yeah, I'm not, I, Boston, I, the Hobbit, Boston, the Hobbit, Hobbit. Yeah, and go to Fenway Park. Um, <laughs> fine, Jared. We'll see how he does. Um, Jared golf. Yeah, golf. <laughs> Uh, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy G. We'll see how he can, does. Can you please say his name? Garoppolo. All right. Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo. Is, uh, he re- is he related to, what is that, Janine? Or, or is that the same last name? That comedian? 
Gra- oh, she was Garofalo, I think. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. no, it's totally off. Wow. Damn it. I'm embarrassed. I am too. So I we'll, see how, we'll see how focused Jimmy G is since, you know, he went on that date with that porn star. So we'll who, see. who hasn't been on a date with a porn star? Uh, well, uh, I, I, know, we'll I know I haven't. I, I no, I'm kidding, but um, we'll see how we'll see how they <laughs> do. Like I said, Seattle, they're fading. They're still gonna. I mean, they're still gonna have a good defense. They're not gonna be like they what they were, Legion of Doom or Boom or whatever they were calling themselves. <laughs> Legion of Doom's the, a wrestler. Yeah, I know. Whatever they were calling them, um, everybody's gone. So we'll see how they do. And then Arizona, Sam Bradford's gonna start. I can see. Josh Rosen being thrown in there maybe halfway through, and then he'll uh, become the starter for next year. But that's all I got on the NFC West. So I, I will jump in this to switch it up so Bear can think about his notes. Um, Rams I have at 13-3 and three winning the division. Adding Sue to the defense is ridiculous. Yeah, now they just got to sign And uh, Marcus Peters and Akeem Tlaib. Uh, right. And then also adding Brandon Cooks to the offense as a receiver for Jared Goff. He, uh, it, Goff. It, it, Goff, Goff, the hat of the potty. Um, that is huge. I have San Francisco 10 and 6, Jimmy Garoppolo, first full year. He added an older Richard Sim- uh, Sherman, I almost said Richard Simmons, <laughs> Richard Sherman, uh, to the defense. Maybe, He's still productive. Maybe those are the workouts Brandon should do. Richard right. Simmons instead of DDP. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, macho, and- macho man. <laughs> and then, oh, yeah. And we have uh, <laughs> and we have uh, Jarek McKinnon. They had an addition there. You know, he might be all right, but we'll see. Seattle, I have him dropping off seven and nine. Lost too much. Earl Thomas is still sitting back. By the way, Bear, does he get traded to Dallas? I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. If uh, Dallas signs George Aloka from that's Cincinnati, what I was just about to say because they just let him go. I don't think they will, and that's all they've been talking about. That he just got done playing in Dallas, which makes me think maybe he met with Jones or something like that. Um, and that's why all the beat writers and everyone were so on it so fast. I mean, I understand they need safety help with Xavier Woods going out, which we'll get into next week. But if Dallas signs him, if he trades for Thomas, either or, they need another safety in that are you, backfield. Are you saying Xavier Woods, me from the New Day? Yes, but actually, it's funny. Dallas's safety's safety name is Xavier, Xavier Woods. <laughs> I know, crazy. And then I got Arizona. Actually, give me them at four and twelve. I just don't see Ooh. Sam Bradford. Man, he's your quarterback. He's hurt all the time. It's a dumpster fire. Josh Rosen, I don't think, is as good as people tout him to be. He's going to be all right, I think. Uh, what UCLA, and they're right. So Ukla. yeah, Ukla. So I, I just don't see it, and I think it's going to be a dumpster fire. And this year, what is it, Steve Steve Wilkes' uh, first-year coach, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So After Bruce Arians, yeah. Four and 12. Give me him. I can, see, I can see Fitzgerald, though. Giving you, he gives you, like, five wins right there. So four and 12. No, no what? he does not. And he, David, someone's got to throw him the ball, you donkey. And you got David Johnson, who people are going to be all over. So I another David fantasy John- thing. If, 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 if David Johnson is going to have to run 250 250- – 250 times a year, or this year, excuse me, and he's going to have to have another 75 catches. I mean, he's going to be a workhorse. Yeah, if he can stay healthy. Okay, well, last year was a freak injury, so we'll see. Freak injury, and we'll see what happens out of the backfield. I don't, you know, he's very productive, but when you got Sam Bradford there, I just don't trust it. Yeah, but Sam Bradford is a big-time game manager. I mean, he has yes, a record. He, he can throw the ball. He, he, can throw. he cannot throw the ball. He has a yeah, he, re- he has a record for the most accurate passer at like 71% or whatever it is because all he does is throw a little five-yard dunk passes, passes. And he can give it off to David that's Johnson it. all day long. That's it. And that's what he's going to do. He's going to throw it. completely true, Absolutely Brandon. Absolutely throw it to David Johnson. They'll go 9-7. Um, I'm sorry, Gary. 7-9, uh, I'm sorry. 
What was what was your San Francisco and Seattle record? Uh, San Francisco I had at ten and six, Seattle seven and nine. Okay, so we were extremely close. Um, I have the Rams at thirteen and three as well. Adding Peters, adding Sue, adding Talib, they're gonna have a huge year. Adding Cooks uh, with already Robert Woods, with Todd Gurley, with Jared Golf on the team. Gaff, Gaff. Um, yeah, and Aaron Donald, obviously, on that defense as well. Oh, my goodness. They should be the Super Bowl favorite if they're not this year. Um, should have a huge year. I'm expecting big things from them. So. Huge year. Thank, oh, huge. Don, Donnie's back. Look at that. Next, San Francisco, I have at 10-6 and six as well. Jimmy G, um, I have here as a question mark. Is he the real deal? I think he is. He went 7-0 and last year after he came to that team. Yeah, insane. 5-0. Yeah. yeah, he was 5-0. I thought it was 7 no, five and he was 5-0. and oh. Whatever. He's still – actually, as a starter, he is undefeated right now. With yes, New he is. Engl- with New England yes. and with San Francisco. So do yeah. they go 16-0? and oh? No. No, they will not. <laughs> but I think Jimmy G is the real deal. The real deal. Real deal. Veal deal. Jill peel. Nice job, um, Connor McNugget. Come on. So I think that he has a great um, a great uh, chemistry with Marquise Goodwin. I think Marquise Goodwin's going to have a huge year as a wide receiver. I think it's going to be great for them. Um, George Kittle, tight end, is going to be another great target for Jimmy G. Um, they did get Jarek McKinnon, so he has a running back to throw. They did lose Carlos Hyde to the Browns. Um, that's the only thing that worries me a little bit. I know Jeremy McNichols, I think, is in that backfield as well. Um, he'd be more of a workhorse kind of guy. I Think now I'm gonna have to think because now I don't know if he plays for Tampa or if he plays for San Francisco, and I'm starting to second guess myself. So Who's I think that? Jeremy McNichols. So ask that guy while I'm talking. That guy, I got him. And obviously they, uh, you know, they gained Richard Sherman on the defense, who is great to play one side of the field, but once you start crossing him over, he is not what he, uh, you know, he's not that great shutdown corner that he is. So we'll see how that lasts. I think people have understood how to play Richard Sherman now as a wide receiver. You can't just run with him because he will run with you. He will get physical with you. If you uh, start running crossing routes, you start running slants, you run a little sluggo, I think that Richard Sherman gets burnt a lot. So there's going to have to be safety help. They don't have Eric Reed. That's another thing that's going to hurt that defense, but I still think their defense is going to be pretty solid this year. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Yeah, he's coming off that injury. We'll see how he goes uh, come regular season. But from what I've heard watching the NFL Network and their reports is that he is getting burnt a lot in practice. See, this, and, see and, and that's I, I don't like that because you in that practice you can't get physical and put your hands on. Oh, absolutely. Receiver. So I don't I, I hate getting those reports because it's not true and that's all I've seen. And I'm I'm not a big Richard Sherman fan. I hated Seattle's Legion of Boom because they were so cocky and they were good. I did not like them. Um, but I, I respect Richard Sherman and his game is a physical game. He's not someone he's not gonna run with them. He's gonna beat you off the line. He's gonna beat you on a ten yard route. He is not gonna run with you down the field. And that's why and he's getting burnt by Marquise Goodwin who is literally probably the fastest maybe second fastest wide receiver in the NFL. The dude can fly. So if you can't put your hands on a speedster, what are you going to do? No, there's no cornerback in the league who's going to be able to keep up with him. Sorry, not going to happen. So we'll see. Seattle, I have 6-10. and 10. Legion of Boom is done. Cam Chancellor retired. Richard Sherman's obviously gone. Sounds like Earl Thomas is going to get traded, whether it's before the season, midway through the season, whatever. He is not going to put – he will not be a Seahawk at the end of the year. Their O-line is terrible. Um Russell Wilson, excuse me, is going to be running for his life all year. He can still make plays. I, just the problem is he's going to get hit too much, just like last year. Nothing has really changed on that offensive line. What'd you have the record at again? Six and ten. Okay. Um, they did add Rashad Penny, uh, running back from San Diego State. I think he was. He has the most yards in college football ever. Is that correct? No. He didn't break that. I thought he broke that record. 
I, San Diego State. I thought he did. Maybe I, it was most I, touchdowns. I don't know, but your McNichols question, San Francisco. He does. Okay, that's what I thought. So it is San Francisco. Thank you, stat guy. Um, I will reward you with a Miller Lite and a he, – He brought in a case. A warm hot dog later. Is it not, your warm not, hot dog? Nah, I knew I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> All right, Cardinals, what do you got? So the Cardinals I have at 5-11. and 11. Um, you know, David Johnson back. I think that 5-11, and 11, I have that because their defense isn't great. They lost the Honey Badger to Houston, um, and they just there's not much back there. Obviously, they still have Patrick Peterson, but he can't play the whole field. Um, their offense, who knows? You know, they got Sam Bradford, DJ's back. Um, you know, Larry Fitzgerald's there. It should be his last year. We'll see. I think that they're going to be a decent offense. It depends, obviously, how Bradford is. But, hell, Bradford gets hurt the second or third week. Rosen can come in and just light it up, man. So I have them as the biggest team that I couldn't really – I have them at 5-11. and 11. I think that's a fair number, but they could be a surprise. I couldn't – I can't – I don't have an accurate number on them. I just can't – I can't figure that team out right now. So we'll see. All right. And uh, for those who do not get into wrestling, this is the time that we'll be talking about wrestling after we get into the sponsors. And I just want to mention, if you're not going to listen to the wrestling portion, please check out the last 10 minutes as we're going to have some information related to future episodes. But Bear, how do you feel about your banana hammock? Have you received it yet? I have not received my banana hammock yet, but I'm still working on that, you know, late summer body to just make that just make that banana hammock pop and i think that you know all wear would probably make that banana hammock pop for me what, what would you think i i think they will i think all wear clothing will make you a bright orange banana hammock with the over the line sports podcast logo right on the front and i know that brandon has been doing a great job with everything and he's you know very close to getting us our merch but do you think he'd hand stitch that banana hammock for me and if so could he make the lower region a little bit larger uh, well, I, I, I figured you might want to have the lower region be a little bit smaller so it makes it pop a little bit more for you. Well, I just need to – I have to have a place to hold my socks. So. <laughs> well, that's pretty good. I enjoy that. And All Wear Clothing, Brandon here in White House, allwearclothing.com, is going to have our merchandise for us uh, in September. We are going to have some stuff. We are going to have the Over the Line Sports podcast merchandise, hats, shirts, hoodies, whatever you can think of, they will have it. They will also make stuff for your business, for you personally. Just check them out, allworkclothing.com. Get their contact information from the website. Reach out to Brandon. He is closed on, I believe, Sunday and Mondays, but he is open the rest of the week, Tuesday to Saturday. So check him out. Usually opens at 10 o'clock. And just remember, it's not me. This is a different Brandon. Yeah, so. we know you do not own a business. I, you couldn't. No. You couldn't hand, the only thing you could hand-stitch together is a turkey club. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that is pretty true. And also... All Wear Clothing also does the merchandise for our schools, our local schools, and some of the uh, children's activities and sports our in the alma area. Mater. Our alma mater. Hey, Dub. Yeah, hi, speaking of that, high school football starting back this Friday. St. Saint, Saint Francis against uh, Anthony Wayne. Where at? Anthony Wayne. Is that Anthony Wayne? Yeah. Might I, have to come down here Friday. I, this lies in like three days from now Friday? Three yeah. days from now Friday. Yeah. I, I thought about going, but I will be again in St. Louis, Def Leppard and Journey. What are you, are you going? No, I have to work. Oh, my so, gosh. I'm an old man. I hey, you know the game will be done at, like, 9, right? So, uh, also... I'll probably, that's probably when I go to bed. So. How, how's, your, uh, how's your grass looking, Bear? Does it need mowed? I mean, it does. It's, it's been actually raining the past couple of weeks, and I've been extremely busy with the birthday stuff and with this and with work, so I haven't even gotten a chance to cut my grass yet. 
So if you need your grass cut, reach out to Crandall's Quality Lawn Care at 419-704-5471. Crandall's Quality Lawn Care on Facebook. They will get you a quote. Sean will handle anything that you need, as we mentioned earlier. Grass is uh, important right now to get cut. And then also, as we have the fall season quickly approaching, they will do leaf cleanup for you as well. So get get a hold of Sean at 419-704-5471. Mention Over the Line Sports Podcast, and they will get you a discount. So we can't thank our sponsors enough. All Wear Clothing and Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. And one more thing, thank you to Wes Anderson again for Moments in Time. Again, he's going to have some stuff coming out here soon, and, uh, and I can't wait to hear it so that we can get it on the show. Absolutely. All right, so NXT was this past weekend on Saturday, Brooklyn 4. So I just want to throw out there that Mauro Ranallo is perfect for NXT. If you haven't listened to him much announce, I think he is the best announcer they have right now, but he's on NXT, which fits him pretty well. Yeah, I listened to him, I think, when he did Strike Force for Showtime all the time with uh, MMA, and he I always loved Mauro. Yes, and he called the uh, McGregor and Mayweather fight, too, if you remember that. So just to, to go over that card, so Undisputed Era beat Mustache Mountain Bear since uh, you don't watch NXT too much for the nope. tag titles they retain. Amazing match to start the show. Undisputed Era, they're a great tag team. They just always know what each other will do. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong, they complement each other well. The Revival, who is now in WWE on the main roster, they set the bar high for tag teams in NXT, but they, these guys do have the it factor. So people don't realize also that Tyler Bate, who is with Mustache Mountain, is only 21. So he's going to be around a while. He's a fast-paced wrestler, and he's fun to watch. And then Trent Seven, the other wrestler there for Mustache Mountain, he's good as well, and he's great at selling a story. The next one, Velveteen Dream uh, beat EC3. So... This match was kind of what I expected, and by the way, I talked to Bear about this. His pants, did you see his pants? They said, no. call me up, Vince. So oh, you, yes. you take that two, way, two ways to either call him up to the main roster or call him up. So just because of what his character portrays. So this match was more ground and pound than anything else, and it was high style. Uh, EC3 won't be flying around too much in any of these matches, and Velveteen pretty much carried this match, and it was great. Uh, it, it was great at engaging the crowd. Velveteen is very good at that. Uh, he did an awesome DDT on the steel step, so check that out if you haven't already. My match that I personally liked watching the most is Ricochet and Adam Cole. So Ricochet we've talked about in the past. If you haven't seen him do anything, check him out in Lucha Underground and NXT, some of the things that he pulls off. And he pulled off him and Adam Cole, who Adam Cole models himself pretty much after Shawn Michaels. What they pulled off, and Brandon, I don't think you've seen this, is the greatest super kick I have ever seen. So he was doing a backflip off the ropes, Ricochet was, and Adam Cole caught him midair with a super kick. So just the precision and timing that you need for that is all skill. So what those guys pulled off was amazing. So the whole premise behind this match was about Ricochet and if he's on Adam Cole's level. So he's big on high-flying, high-difficulty moves. He's crazy. And if you've not seen any of this, like we mentioned, check out that match. It tells you how skilled these men are and the precision and timing of everything. They are very opposite when it comes to wrestling styles, but they complement each other very well. Uh, next was Kyrie Sane and Shayna Baszler. So for the NXT Women's title, which was also a rematch of the final of the Mae Young Classic, which Kyrie won. And... Uh, same result, she wins. It was a rubber match actually for them, and she took the title. Uh, Kyrie sold a knee, in, uh, she sold an injury pretty well, made it look like she was the underdog coming back and winning. Finish uh, was good for both women, as nobody lost from this. 
and there was a couple insane elbows as she calls them. It's a flying elbow, but it's called the insane elbow. And so Shayna went for her finishing move, which is uh, the Karafuta clutch. Think Samoa Joe and the Coquina clutch. And Kyrie used this leverage for a pin, which was pretty neat to see. Check that out. And then last was the main event. It was 33 minutes long. Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. So they have fought several times. This was a last man standing match, and he won to retain the NXT championship. Um, we've seen this many times. Same thing. Just It's like they renamed the match, and it ends up being the same stuff. But amazing match to watch. Very fun to see. And it was supposed to, to be a, a triple threat match. Alistair Black was supposed to be in it, but uh, he was hurt, so he couldn't go in there. And the best thing I saw on a quote during that match was uh, he was getting buried under everything to try to keep him from standing back up. Uh, uh, Tommaso was burying Johnny Gargano, and he put everything inside on him. And the quote of the night was, Ciampa is burying Johnny Gargano's career, which I love to hear. I laughed, <laughs> laughed a lot at that. So Ciampa... But how this match ended, he was cuffed uh, to the stage, and eventually Gargano super kicks him several times, exposes his knee, and hits Ciampa in the head with a running knee. And then what happened from there, he fell over some stuff and then lands on the table, rolled off. And I think the match, I don't know if it was supposed to end this way or how it was. Triple H kind of said that he got hurt. Gargano did. It seems legit that he dislocated his knee, um, but we're not sure. So this is according to Triple H on a call, but we'll see what happens. If you haven't seen this event, check it out. NXT, some great guys there. Uh, as we've said before, Ricochet, fun to watch. Velveteen Dream, fun to watch. Adam Cole, all these guys. So check them out. Uh, so I know you guys didn't really see it. So this was all my plug on the NXT TakeOver. Is Adam Cole related to Michael Cole? No. Okay. And so let's just quickly get into our SummerSlam recap. So if you remember our picks from last week, Jason, uh, I went 9-4 and four on my picks. And uh, two of those losses were... AJ Styles and the Bludgeon Brothers, who did retain their titles, but they lost because of disqualification. And I think Brandon was six and seven. Is that right? Is that what we have there, Brandon? I was five and eight. Oh, you were five and eight, and Bear was seven and six. He should be five and nine by saying that Kevin Owens is going to cash in too. Yeah, yeah good I call should. on that in that squash match. So, um, looking at it, B Team beat the Revival uh, to retain the Raw Tag Titles. I did not see the beginning of this card, so do you guys? Want to uh, give something on that? I did not see actually. I this was oh no, I did watch this match. This was the third match actually. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty good. Um, I didn't think it was anything great, but decent match from the B team. And yeah, I mean we all picked them. We knew they were going to hold the belts, and then they both last night on Raw got squashed by both the members of the Revival. So. Yes, they did. And uh, Cedric Alexander he retained his cruiserweight title. Actually, a really good match. I caught the uh, last probably 10 minutes of this match, and I thought a couple of times that uh, Drew Gallick was going to win this. I, I didn't know either of these guys, so that's why I like seeing it, because I didn't really know it was going to happen. I don't know what to expect. So actually, that was probably my third favorite match of the night. And then next we had, what, Rusev and Lana, they lost to... That was the first match, yeah. Andrade, Did Almas, not see that, and, so... And, yeah, and... Uh, Almas is going to be, once he goes you know, single and gets up there more, he's going to get up there as well mid-card. Maybe he will eventually get to main card. We'll see. Um, Brandon, did you watch any of this so far that we've discussed? No, the earlier matches, no. Um, I was We were getting back from dinner, so no, I didn't. Where'd you have dinner? I already said it before, so what do you, what do you think? Of, did he? I, I don't yeah. know where you said you had yeah, dinner. When? Oh, did Panda you? Express. 
Panic's that was right. Sunday night. Yep. You didn't tell us that. You just. You I mean, I mentioned it earlier. Oh in the yeah, because I just so. I just guessed that you were yeah, a Panic Express on Chinese Sunday night. Sunday. Yeah, Jesus. I had no idea. So uh, Finn Balor, Constable Corbin, uh, we saw the return of the demon. I was gonna say technically none of us won. Oh, get out of here! It's the same person. So the that's de- not true. The demon. Uh, Finn, Finn Balor was on Monday Night Raw. The demon was on SummerSlam. Just saying. Okay, so the demon Finn Balor squash. Same thing. Squash match. Uh, the demon returns. But, after but being gone a year, this match I, lasted a minute and 35 seconds. As I have to say, though, that paint job was awesome. It was a sick paint that job. That had to take hours to do. I think we talked about that. That was sweet. I mean, oh, he yeah. comes out right off the bat, kicks Corbin right out of the ring, and then just does a freaking flying moonsault right over top or whatever the hell it is. Plancha, coup de gras. Coup de gras. Coup de gras. No, that wasn't a coup de gras. It was when he goes over the top rope. Oh, well, yeah, his finisher, I mean, though, is the yeah. No, I'm talking about because he kicked him right out of the ring immediately and then literally just went and just jumped over and, the top rope. And speaking of Constable Corbin, he is now the acting general manager of Raw since Kurt Angle has been asked to take a leave of absence. Since you guys are impressed, I actually watched all Raw last night, so I knew that. I am actually impressed because Brandon Ryan. looks like he did not see that. He must have been asleep again. Well, how many text <sighs> messages did you have this morning? 48? I had 48, so it looks like a record. Yeah, well, sorry about that. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. And I just want to throw out there, yes, yes, The Miz beat Daniel Bryan. That was the easiest pick of the night. Easiest pick of the night. Hey, and uh, do you have some breaking news for us? I do. I have some breaking news not to thank Stat Guy because he looks like he's passed out. But I think from, we got to thank Wife. Yeah, i got to thank the Wife. Uh, she sent me a text in the middle of the show saying that Brie Bella is coming out of retirement. Looks like Maurice is coming back uh, from her pregnancy, so it's going to be a mixed tag team match, kind of like what we saw uh, at WrestleMania with John Cena and Nikki, but instead it's going to be Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella. And where's that going to take place? Hell in the Cell, sorry. Perfect. And so just to kind of go over that match quickly, Miz won. Great match, by the way. I enjoyed that match. He did cheat. Loved it. Absolute great heel finish. It's not not cheating if you're you're not caught, Brandon. He wasn't caught. Cheated. He wasn't cheated. caught. He won. Cheated. And he got the brass knuckles. He was knuckles. called by the WWE University. He cheated. He, oh, he got God. his – and they, nobody would have seen that or saw that coming if they didn't show the replay. He got the brass knuckles from Maurice, used them to win, gave them back to his wife. Loved it. Beautiful. And uh, Brandon's pick of the night, the, the nice <coughs> thing we got here, Kevin Owens – Lost his ass in a minute and fifty seconds to Braun. That, that kind of pissed me off because that was that match was. Li- how, what was the time again? A minute and fifty seconds. That was it was ridiculous. I thought that match was going to go a little bit longer. I, thought it I would mean, too. it was ridiculous. But I love Braun Strowman. I love the uh, running, uh, you know, shoulder block where everybody goes flying. I mean, Kevin Owens sold that perfectly, and it was awesome. Oh, yeah, on the floor, and then he took the choke slam on the steel guarder there on the ramp. That <laughs> looked like it hurt. <laughs> yes, he did take that. So next prediction: what? Braun will have the title before the end of the year. Ooh, that's a good prediction. We'll we'll see. Uh, after last night, we saw the the Shield reunite. And kind of take out Braun. I I think they re- after he cashed in. Yes, but I, they never rang the bell as Michael Cole said six hundred times. He the bell didn't ring. The bell didn't ring. This doesn't count. Like shut up, dude. That's why I hate that guy. Michael yeah. Cole's the worst. What do you say? The bell didn't ring. Hey, do you guys remember uh, Todd Pettengill? Back in the nineties, yeah. he was a he. I like Todd Pettengill. Yes, he left to do radio. He was done, yeah. and he is the reason Michael Cole is there. He actually recommended Michael oh. Cole, and he came in after Todd okay. Pettengill. I don't like Todd Pettengill anymore like, now. I think it was yes. like what ninety seven. Yeah, so I think ninety nine. Um, but uh, the next next thing we have here, Shinsuke and Jeff Hardy. 
So Shinsuke beats Jeff Hardy. Decent match. Jeff Hardy did one of the most insane things he I have ever seen. When he hit the uh, Swanton. Yeah. On yeah. the edge. Off, it was on the on apron. It. Yeah, that looked like it Apron. Hurt. Yeah. Yeah, he, he did that. Absolutely insane. Guy's and, 41. Yeah, he should not have done that, and I'm shocked he made it out alive. Uh, it was pretty good match. Uh, we saw Randy Orton come out at the end, but then, then quickly turn around. around and went back. Um, I did. I did guarantee that would be a match of the night, and it was not. So I was wrong, but it was close. Yes. Not that great though. But the the thing that struck me with this match was um, Shinsuke starting off, and obviously he's the heel, um, doing you know mocking Jeff, and then <laughs> Jeff going back and mocking Shinsuke. Jeff mocking Shinsuke may have been my absolute favorite in the entire world. Was, I was laughing my what ass What did he do? Off. I missed that. Me and the wife were cracking. He did up. what Shinsuke does when he comes out and does all his weird, does creepy, metally crap and whatever. Brain so he, he did that like mid-match? Yeah, it was like in the first like five minutes. I got to spazzing out. out over here. It was, it was hilarious because Shinsuke mocked him first. I think he did something with like, didn't he mock him about the twist of fate or yeah, something like something. that? And then, and then Jeff beat him up. You know, Jeff got his moves in there and then did the same thing. And you know how? Yeah, Shinsuke's, you know how. Shinsuke's reaction made it even better. He sold his reaction sold so well. It was absolutely hilarious. Made me laugh. You know how Shinsuke does the come on? Yeah. Well, Jeff Hardy did it, and it was it was awesome. It was perfect. And uh, so we had Bludgeon Brothers that won by disqualification. So that new well new day one, excuse me, but Bludgeon Brothers keep the title so we'll skip right over that seth rollins wins the ic title great pick by baron myself match sorry. of the night sorry uh yes it, it definitely was and it's uh, definitely up there there's a few good matches that's definitely for me was probably the top um brandon sorry dolph ziggler your buddy lost but okay. uh definitely match of the night candidate Carmella, Becky, Charlotte, SmackDown Women's Title. We were all wrong, but Bear's heart. My heart was right. His heart, my heart was right. My heart is right. The hills were and, alive. And I think that her heart was pretty large that day. I, I oh don't know why. But. I think that you, me, Jason, we didn't all text each other, but we were both texting Ron, uh, Bear. And no, J- Jason and I texted at the same exact. It was so creepy. Like I picked right, we up. We were all my, texting each other. Yeah, yes. but but we were talking about that. And right as I got done texting you guys, I picked up my phone and I texted him and. As I sent it, his came through, and I was like, oh, this is... And then he sent, like, a couple more. He goes, and that's why you're my best friend. And I was like, uh, no, that's just creepy coincidence, but we all know what we're looking at there. Yeah, so. you guys have... You have a lot of best I was, friends. I was hoping that... I was hoping that... Well, he only has one best friend, and allegedly it's me, so... How many best friends do you have now? Like 6,000. Oh, And neither of them are you. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> You're a nice guy. But, but Thank was, you. Yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> I, I was hoping uh, to, you know, I'm a happy Charlotte one, but I was hoping that she would just have kept bridging more on that match and the camera would have stayed on that. I, I mean, yeah, and the hills you're, were alive. And since you're speaking of this, yes, uh, Brandon, do you want to tell us what happened and why they her chest looked absolutely larger? I think. You I mean, not to get too in, you know, P, you know, ra- uh, you know, what do I want to say? R. But um, apparently she popped and broke one of her fake implants. I think she broke both. And she, of course, needed to take time off. So that was about two months. That's why she was off recently. And then she came back. So apparently she got an upgrade. And, yeah. I, I just watched Bear take a picture and do a creepy face. Yeah, it was, like was a, it. it was like a what face? What? Yeah. Was it to Hot Friend? What? It was. Oh, Perfect. Tell there her we, we said go. hello. And you will tomorrow when she listens to this. Oh, okay. I'm not going to tell her Perfect. now because that would ruin it. Hello. She's going to listen. Hello, hot friend. And, hello. and what, what, what was the text that she sent about Kyle Bush? 
<laughs> yeah, we forgot did. to hit on this. It one. wasn't. It uh, was yeah, kind of go off topic. We kind of forgot to hit about it. Was a, this. It was a snap. It was a Monday morning, and she must have just logged on the internet or whatever. And it was like an MSN article that went by, and it said fan tries to fight Kyle Bush, and she sent it to me and said, "Was it Brandon?" Question mark. Question mark. <laughs> yes. So I screenshotted it to send them to them, and Brandon didn't respond for like eight hours. So then I was sitting there, I was like, maybe it was Brandon. <laughs> yeah, we didn't know if he was in jail or student teaching, one of the two. And uh, so good match again. The, the Raw women's title was... Squash number three of the squash night. Squash number three. And if you guys saw that, I thought she, Ronda Rousey, beat Alexa Bliss for the title. I thought she legit broke Alexa's arm. But then no, I realized right. Alexa's she probably can, double-jointed. She yeah. can she yeah, she yeah can do whatever to it. She's done it before like four other times. So. Yeah, I, I've not seen that. So that was awesome that, to me. That match, for me, though, I think Ronda... I love Ronda. I think... The way that she handles handles herself, I guess. I hate like, her makeup. I just want to throw that her out. makeup yeah, was, was terrible. Really weird. And she but, did that at the last one too. Like the way that like she it. says stuff, she needs to work on. She needs work. She definitely she, needs she, work. If you watched her on Raw last and night, she's done. She's come a long way. She's come she a long has. way, but like the, the SummerSlam. Yeah. The segment was odd last night, Gary. I think I told you that. No, no, yeah. it was completely yeah. odd. It was so weird. I don't know why they were out there. And and by the way, hey, uh, who showed up at SummerSlam? Like I said, she would. Maddie, uh, that's yeah. right. Good job. So we both got one right. My heart was right, and your brain was right. So congrats. Thank you. And uh, so appreciate it. Appreciate it. We'll jump to the next one. Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, which to oh me, oh my god, I love this match. And this I know, was match. This was I know. And match what was that, Barry? Can you say that was, one more this time? This was not match of the night. Rollins and Ziggler's match of the night. This me. this was story, story of the story night. of the night. Yeah, match it was the match. Awesome. The match was like I, I didn't think the match. The match was good. Don't get me wrong. It was but an it AJ wasn't. Styles and Samoa Joe. Yeah. You got a great fight and you got the great entertainment part of it. Uh, but the story two di- was two story. different styles. The story again. was amazing. I love the whole family. Th- I think family angles are always great, especially since AJ's five point three attractiveness wife was there with their beautiful young child. So obviously, it must be another woman's kid. Um, <laughs> the wife, the wife is a good-looking lady, but after four kids, but, I mean, get, come on. But there. the whole, but the whole, but the whole. Samoa I want to see Joe, what your wife looks like after four kids. The whole, yeah, I'm not making it to four kids, buddy. <laughs> Be lucky to make it to one. Yeah. But the whole Samoa Joe, uh, the whole, yeah, daddy isn't coming home. I'm gonna be your daddy. <laughs> I'm oh, the new daddy. Man, that was great. I mean, and and AJ sold it great. Um, you know, his wife sold it great. Obviously, the kid's not selling it because she doesn't know did what the you, Did you see on. the kid? She was about to cry. She, she was, well, she she was, was getting about, ready to hug well, AJ when he came yeah, out. Yeah, but he was all bloody. And so he was all bloody. Didn't. She's like, you're bleeding, and then backed off and went to mom. Yeah, and then, yeah. They, went, and then they went back so, um, through, the, through the crowd to go back. But, yeah, the story on that was great. The match... The match is like a two and a half, three star match. The story was five stars yeah, all so day. Absolutely amazing. The, I, I loved it. This feud is not over, and uh, that's why I said they ended it. So AJ won by just or Joe won by disqualification. Which thanks, I got that right. Um, AJ though beating him up the way he did means that that feud isn't over. And I thought I think I said last week that the feud would be over, but by picking Samoa Joe, I figured that he would win the belt. They'd go on to something else. AJ would go elsewhere. You well, know, he gets his rematch. Feud with you ever, but if, if that would happen, but they, but they keep it going. That's why I like, and I, I, they'll probably keep it going through Survivor Series now. Right. So uh, last match, Roman and Brock. By I, the way, and I was doing that actually for this match, so. and and I did have yeah. Roman winning. I was correct on that. Um, by the way, this match was cut early. Uh, it was supposed to end around eleven thirty, ended at eleven oh five, and what I was reading about is. Vince said to cut it because he didn't want Roman to get booed as much as he thought. So what happened is Brock 
hits uh, hits Strowman, who came out and said, I'll face you guys like men and cash in. So he stood there by ringside. It was only a six-minute match. And so Braun took a beating for about a minute of it, minute, minute and a half of it. He got an F5 out, outside the ring, and then he got beat with his own briefcase, and then it was thrown you know, to the back up the ramp. And uh, when he came back in after Brock hit him several times with the chair, when he took the chair in the ring, I knew it was over. And you see Roman spear him. It's done. Match over. The chair came back and hit him right, right, right in the, the head. Face. Yep. And Roman's a champ. You know, I, I saw that happening, put it on there. I'm, I'm not too happy about it, but hopefully we see something else. It's on Raw. Universal title. They say Brock's getting a rematch. We'll see what happens. I would love to see the Shield. They're eventually going to break up. I hope they somehow... Roman, people hate Roman. you got to make him more of a heel. I want to see the strap go on Rollins and uh, and kind of see what happens from there. And then he can get it to... Uh, I Just have him carry it to Mania. I, I really thought, and I texted you last night with Braun, I really thought that was going to happen. I was like, oh, this would be perfect. They didn't do it last night. They do it tonight on Raw. They're still in Brooklyn. That's great. And then they did. I go, this is stupid. I would love to see... I think it might be like a Rollins-Ambrose and like the triple threat again with the Shield at Mania. Um, I'd love to see Braun against like Seth Rollins because it's David versus Goliath. We'll see what happens though as Mania comes along in April. I don't know. I kind of liked uh, last night with uh, Finn and Braun. Oh, I think that would be fun. Finn and Braun would be fun. Uh, I would love to see that, but we'll see over time. Do you know? Fun, fun question for you guys: Who the current favorite is to win the Royal Rumble? Men or women? Men. Okay. Um, and I don't think either one of you are going to get this right. So maybe that will hint at you. Bobby Lashley. Well, that was stupid. He's probably like... I, I have no idea. I don't know. Well, if he said we're not going to get it, then we yeah, wouldn't. we're five, four uh, months away. Give me Cor- or not Corbin, uh, give me Drew McIntyre. So the favorite to win the Royal Rumble is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Interesting. Yeah, I heard that he wants to come back <laughs> fight at 35, so we'll see. Yeah, he wants to because his last match was that kind of squash match, WrestleMania match, and he doesn't want to go out on that. He was he would have been happy going out with Cena, but uh, like passing the torch, so to speak, even though Cena had that torch for years. He, he kind of wants to give it to Roman. I don't think anybody would enjoy that, uh, but he would get a good match out of it, be done, retire finally, and be good. So, uh, match of the night. Brandon, what was your match of the night? Mine? Yes. AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. Bear, you said Ziggler and Rollins. Yeah, I agree. Rollins and Ziggler. But story of the night, we both agree. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. All Absolutely. right. Absolutely. So, uh, SummerSlam, overall, pretty good pay-per-view. Personally, I liked NXT better. But uh, still, some, some good things out of SummerSlam, some things that we didn't expect, some things we did expect, and we'll see what happens uh, before Hell in a Cell and at Hell in a Cell. And the last thing, just to wrap up Raw as well, that we didn't really quite touch on, uh, Triple H Undertaker, at what, what's it called they're doing in Australia? The Great. Super Showdown. Super, super Showdown. This will be the last time they fight, and I'm sure Triple H will lose again. But, you know, uh, it's it's pretty awesome, and he gave another fiery promo, and, and that kind of, you know, I, I like seeing Triple H like that. I'm happy he's going to go with The Undertaker one more time. Um, so that, that should be pretty fun. And he basically said that era's back because he did talk about because I remember That's that. what got me more amped up than anything. Yeah, I was like, what do you mean that era's back? Are we going back to P, PG-13? I said, what's going to happen here? Yeah, so yeah, I, was, I didn't know if I was that was just for the one-night-only thing right. or what. But when he said that era's back, I mean, I, I, I got a little tingling sensation. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Um, not to well, kind of jump off topic a little bit. Um, breaking news uh, from earlier this week, I think. Did you see that Trish Stratus is back? Yeah, dude, that was like last week. 
Actually, I, don't actually, know, I, I haven't watched, couple... so I didn't know this. Yeah, yeah she's, she's, she's fighting in the, uh, the Evolution Evolution Women's Pay Per View. Yeah, she's coming back. Yeah, so is Michelle McCool. So whatever. You mean yeah. Michelle McTaker? Yeah, <laughs> yeah <take> Michelle her. <laughs> McTaker. Are, they're still married, right? Yes. Oh yeah. Um, all right. So into the Jason debate. So his question: If you could change the outcome of one match, what match would it have been, and why? Also, with the understanding that the changed outcome of the match would probably have changed the angle of the story. Of the, or the entire era of that time. So what would you have changed? And then also, which we'll cover after this, we kind of added on to this as we usually do, what match wouldn't you have changed and why? So let's talk about Jason's first. What would you have changed? Go ahead, Brandon. All right. I. This is another one that I struggled with. Oh, no, this is easy. I had like 100 of them. Which, which one, one would I change the outcome to? And then um, what would the effects I, be of that? I didn't want to go obvious, but I didn't want to pick, you know, like Eddie Guerrero beating Shelton Benjamin or something on SmackDown. So I didn't want to go, I didn't, I didn't want to go too obvious. But of course, I'm, I'm going to have to. Lesnar, I mean Lesnar beating the Undertaker. Yeah, that's mine. Yeah. Okay. That is I, well, also I, mine. So we're I, all like I said, I didn't, page. I didn't want to go too obvious. So it's, it's give, probably, give, yeah. no, we're all three have the same. So yeah. give, give me your why, and we'll give our why. I, I, I thought it would be cool to see Taker go twenty-five and zero, or how many WrestleManians he would have. He would have been probably the only guy to do that, and I think that would have been awesome. I think you could have still have Taker win, and then you know Brock still would have been Brock, but you know obviously that didn't happen. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't like that. I think that um, Taker should have been undefeated through all. I know probably for the last like five he wanted to lose. I heard a million times he asked to lose to Triple H. He asked to lose to Shawn Michaels. You know, he asked to lose to quite a few people, and it never happened. Um, and, and then he loses to Brock. Brock being the dick that he is is like, hell yeah, I'm going to take that streak. I mean, and it made for a good storyline. And they're actually good friends. So, I mean, it. Yeah, and, and, it, and it also made for, you know, great merchandise probably too. Eat, sleep, conquer, repeat, right? Eat, and I have the shirt. Uh, See, there you there, go. Good, I was, good merchandise. Isn't well, that I was, well, I got it for free because I was at WrestleMania 30 selling merch. And it was eat, sleep, break the streak. That's I do have that, yeah. yes. Oh, and you got all those reactions. Oh, dude. The, the, I, the I black guy to... with the glasses <laughs> in the front oh. row. Oh, my god. We, we got to see that. Absolutely insane. Absolutely, you could hear a pin drop in there. It was amazing. Talk about one of, was... my, my, one of my greatest regrets. I wish I would have gone because I know, Gary, you offered. And I should have, I, you know, because yeah, I, I was. Took, I took yeah, Dirk yes. and uh, Ryan. Right. Not me. Not, not yeah. you. Yeah. And I, I took. Well, that's what I'm saying. You invited Brandon, but not me. That's quite rude. Yeah, I know. Um, I, I think I did invite you, but actually, you did invite me, and I turned you down as well because I wasn't really into it at the time. And now I wish I would have went. And the money was good too, and we got to go to WrestleMania Access, which, by the way, I got to meet Alexa Bliss that day, and she was on NXT at the time. She had blue hair. It was awesome. From Columbus, by the way. Yeah, we know. Yeah, I was. It, it actually, she she's billed from there every time she walks out to the ring. I know she is. Okay. And she is. She is as. Good as she looks on TV. She, yummy. Yummy. <laughs> so, Where's that from, Brandon? I don't know. Ace Ventura. Come, Come on. on. <laughs> Jeez. So I also have that. And uh, at the time, I was, I was excited because it was a big deal. It was a huge thing. I called that Brock was going to beat Taker. And so what this made me go back to and think why I would switch that, what I would have done rather than see that. So I would have liked to see somebody like maybe Finn Balor, Demon Finn Balor, beat the Taker streak rather than that and build him up. However, what I actually would have wanted to see, that was just an idea, but the thing I would have wanted to see would have been, uh, based on 
now we, the three of us, were actually watching this together. WrestleMania 25. So we're talking nine years ago, and I believe Jeez, it we is were, already. Yes, oh, we were crap. we were with the ex-wife and her dad. Actually, we yeah. were watching it together. I remember Brandon was saying, "There's no way Shawn Michaels loses," and Shawn Michaels was my favorite of all time, still is. And I said he's gonna lose. He he. Or well, that was 26, wasn't it? Yeah, that was 26 because he had to retire. So I'm sorry. Eight years ago, we watched 26 together. 25, I believe, we Zan? watched together somewhere else. I think that was at Zan's. Was it? Was there. Yeah, wherever Taker jumped off and killed the camera guy. Yeah, yeah that was 25. I think that was Zan. Yeah, so that was at Zan's. 26, we watched together. When was that the one that was 25? The one where uh, the Hardys fought each other, right? I, you know, I Matt versus Jeff. Remember. I think it is. I think they were earlier than that. If that guy wasn't passed out drunk, we'd have him look it up. Yes. So 26 is what we watched together. Brandon said, "There's no way HBK retires." And uh, I told him I, he's done. He, I think he's going to lose, and the streak continues. So uh, what I would change is I would have had Michaels. That was an amazing match. I would have had Michaels win at 25 and still have the match at 26, but this time you know, have the old Michaels come back from like the 90s and just say, look, man, you're not going to beat me. And I'll prove it to you. I'll retire if you beat me. So kind of the same standard, but it would have been different. I wanted to see HBK get a win against Taker and then retire the next year would have been awesome. I would have been okay with that. But it, it didn't happen that way, and that's okay. Sean is now a respectable guy, born-again Christian, so he just said, you know, I don't want this with Taker. So they still had a, a great lead-up to 26, and what happened there was, you know, Sean said, if, if I can't beat you, I don't have a career. I would have liked to see it a little differently and have him actually take WrestleMania 25. So that would have been my switch. Now, going to the other side of this, what is one thing, Brandon, that you would not change and why? You can't change the Montreal <laughs> screw jobs. And we all agree again. Oh, man. Sorry, that that, was... this is where, this wow. is where, and again, I, I thought about this Great too. Great minds all think alike, I guess. Yeah, I thought about this too, and I was like, you know, you, you can't change that because that made Vince that brought him out of the booth that made him that evil mr mcmahon character that's yeah and that's what i have here yeah. made him mr. McMahon. It created the attitude era it made him yeah. i mean those and, are my notes and, and that's exactly go ahead, go ahead Bear. i mean no it created the attitude era and it, i mean mr mcmahon character is one of the best heel characters ever if not the best in all of re- all of wrestling and, ever yeah. and to to i'll read my notes verbatim gave us the attitude era and one of the greatest heels in mr mcmahon and greatest fuse with mcmahon and austin later on yep, yep. and just remember Vince did not screw Brett. Brett screwed, screwed Brett. Brett. Well, Brett did screw Brett because Brett is worthless. Yes. He shouldn't have been selfish. Should have just given up so, the belt. Absolutely. So, Jason, this was actually, uh, and we added to this, of course, little, we all agreed twice. Yeah. And it, that's kind of odd that we all agreed on this, but um, they kind of stuck out to me, both of them. I mean, the yeah. screw job, you have to, there's there's just nothing else that, that was so pertinent to wrestling that you would change. But I did have an honorable mention on... Um, Things that, that happened that I wouldn't change, which was because it, it led into this, was honorable mention was Triple H was supposed to win King of the Ring in 1996. Yeah, and he did the, with the click, the curtain call. The curtain call. And since he was the only one that got punished for this, who ended up winning King of the Ring? Austin. And we saw the birth of Stone Cold Steve Austin. So Drop your... What is it, John three sixteen? Your Bible yep. thumping. Yeah. Austin yep. three sixteen says, "I just whipped your ass." Michael so, Hayes, the best reaction ever. Yes. <laughs> and uh, so again, Jason, thank you. Uh, we look forward to your question for next week and discussion topic. So, the last thing we have to talk about today is 
top 10 wrestling theme songs after 2000. So now this one I researched hard, much better than last week. I didn't. I didn't really research. I had to do some. Well, I mean, there's a. I needed. I. I did what you did. I pulled the names of the song. Like I needed to know that. Yes. So that's why. Because I knew there's what a I, few. I knew what I wanted. I wanted to pull them. But first, before, why, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you do this, Brandon, why'd you throw I your didn't, hands up? I didn't. I didn't. You have to have. No. You have to have names. I, of song. There's I multiple did the name guys. Of the character. I named the name. I named the character. Well, well, the characters will, have multiple songs. No, and, and I will. Listen, gr- the only guy that I, I know. You every time. The only guy that I know that, or actually, well, no, yeah, the only guy I know that that I can name off my list is, well, no, two, I'm sorry, Kid Rock. And then, of course, um, he's not a wrestler, but okay. No, you said the name. <laughs> so, so, no, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, yeah, if yeah. you gave us the artist, yeah. I don't care. No. We don't care about that, but some of these guys have multiple songs. Like, there are a couple in my See, honorable list. Yeah, and I'll, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll go through that when I go through my list. Okay. And then also uh, Motorhead, the guy who... Um, Lemmy. Lemmy. So, yeah, so we got that. All right, Bear, give us your honorable mentions. First, I wanted to start. Oh, go ahead. Because last week, we all missed these, um, and I don't know why. Oh, I had some too. Go ahead. So, though. first of all, Jason obviously sent us his email updates. He does every week to give us a little recap and, you know, get us some information. We didn't have any ECW, and I can't believe that we missed. I mean, Rob Van Dam came out to walk by Pantera. I mean, yeah. one of the greatest entrances in ECW besides that. Enter Sandman as well. Um, obviously Sandman. Uh, no one said Goldberg I don't think last week. Goldberg entrance I mean that's amazing. I love Goldberg's entrance if that doesn't get you pumped I, up. I thought about you it. know it's, what? I, it's, and it's, it's not his entrance there. It's the knocking on the door and it's the police escort. Right. So it's that. not necessarily the song it's yeah, the entrance. It's, it's yeah. the theme. And well, then, said the yeah, and then also, which why I don't even know this should have been my number. I, I love this, and I said it earlier. I mean, LOD, what a rush! I mean, yeah. come on, like and, how did we miss? And that? And what I missed, which would have been my top five, had I thought about it, but I didn't. My time, Triple H's one of his original songs, which yeah. was by the guys that sang the DX music. I love that song. I didn't like I thought that. it was great. But uh, anyway, honorable mentions. What do you got? Okay, honorable mentions for 2000s to now. Um, Triple H's King of Kings that he has right now. Absolutely love it. I, I could put every single one on there of Triple H. I love Motorhead, so do that. Randy Orton Voices is an honorable mention. So this is where we're at. I mean, that is a top 10 theme, and I have him in my honorable mention. Both of those are, I didn't put them down because I, I was going to have too many honorable mentions, but both there. I only have four. Um, Eddie Guerrero's Latino Heat. Latino Heat. Not. I, this, I liked, was, this was before the low rider and after um, the radicals. But it was I, his I Latino did like heat. we I lie, we it. cheat, we steal. That was a good that one is too. Also, yep. I, I didn't make my honorable mention, but I did like that one. Also a favorite. And then uh, right now, Seth Rollins, burn it down. Love that. Absolutely love it. Nice, Brandon. All right. So honorable just do, mentions uh, only honorable mentions. All right. So I hear voices. Randy Orton. So voices. Yep. And then uh, Batista. I only got two. So. Okay. I walk alone. Yeah. I I have a few. So I have uh, uh, Finn Balor. Currently, okay. uh, KO. I put him in there. John Cena. My time is now. Just because I'm used to it, he sings it. I have it in the honorable God, mention. that's top ten, Gary. Jesus. Oh, get out of here. And then Nexus. If you remember Nexus, we are one. I like that. That was by Twelve Stones. It was a good one. And then for my son, because he listens to this all the time, I had to throw it in there. No way, Jose. Had to throw it in for Grayson. So Grayson, I had you an honorable mention. Brandon, number ten. King of Kings, Motorhead. Okay, so that was my honorable mention. I like it. My number 10, which should be like up there even further, but uh, Evolution, Line in the Sand by Motorhead. Absolutely love that. Okay, I have uh, Randy Orton, Burning My Light by Rev Theory, which yeah. was before Voices. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was the first one. Number 9, Brandon. Roland, uh, Undertaker. At 9? Yeah. 
Wow. That didn't even make my top ten. That's my top three. Oh. Um, CM Punk, this fire burns, kill switch engage. I don't like. I mean, sorry. I do like his um, color. Um, living color. Living color. It, sorry. Yeah. I do like that, but not even worth an honorable mention. Uh, the kill switch engage one where he comes out is much more metally. That's a top three for me. Love it. Just because I love this. Before CM Punk had it, I love that song. Just because so do I. Li- living Color, a lot of people think they're a white rock band. No, of those guys are white. Yeah. So. So, so is that the addicted personality or whatever the song is? Cult of personality. Cult of cult, personality. That's, whatever. that's yeah. the one he has now. Yeah. So uh, you gave your number nine. Yours is... No, that was mine, Kill Switch. Okay. This. Mine is uh, RVD, One of a Kind by Breaking Point. Yeah, I like that. Eight. Num- number eight? Latino Heat. I like it. Uh, my number eight is Taz, 13. Nice. If you dare. Yeah. The whole thing. Number eight for me, Taz. We agree. Look at that. <laughs> I like Look at it. that. Number seven, Brandon. Uh, Triple H, the, the one that the DX Sinner sings. So, so that was once, 99. Once like so yeah. again, you're out of the... You're out of the wrong. That was the, not 99. That was 99. He used that in 2000 when he came back. He started it in 99. Okay, well, he used it. Okay, well, sorry. We said when it started. Just sorry. Clear still, rules. Still my number seven. We'll, we'll give it to you, I guess. Uh, Close my, enough to two. My, num- my number seven is uh, The Miz right now. I came to play. Love it. Uh, Evolution, Line in the Sand by Motorhead. Number six. RVD. Uh, the which the one of a kind, Breaking yeah. Point. He yep. doesn't know ECW. So. Yeah. Uh, my number six is John Cena. My time is now. Number six, Seth Rollins, second coming, burn it down, what he currently yeah. has. Number five. The CM Punk cult personality. Cult of personality. My number five is uh, Shane McMahon, here comes the money. Ooh. My number five is Somebody's Gonna Get It, Mark Henry, by 3-6 Mafia. <laughs> Somebody's gonna get their ass kicked. I mean, you don't uh, you don't have sexual chocolate up there? No. Yeah, well, that would have been 90s anyway, but... The uh, I had to have that because that's one of my favorites. That was, cl- that was close to two thousand. It was. It was close. Number four, close. Edge. If you can know me. <laughs> what? If you can know me, that's my number four is Edge Metalingus, which is the song. <laughs> Gary so, Gary knows what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's a running joke. Okay. So thank you. Uh, number four, AJ Styles. But we both had Edge, Brandon. So yeah, yeah there we go. And uh, number four, AJ Styles for me, current song. Number three. Three, Game by Motorhead. Number three. Taker, rolling. Number three for me, John Cena, Thugonomics. Brandon. Two. 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 Lesnar. Really? He didn't yeah. even make my top 20. It's good. It's good, I, it's I like good it. but. My, like it. my two. Gets you going. John Cena, Basic Thugonomics. Yes, my man. I like it. Number two for me, Triple H, The Game, Motorhead. One. Let, let's see. Hold on. We got to take a guess on this. What would he have as number one? Oh, Roland. The, well, he just gave Roland the Undertaker. What would he have as number one? He probably has like Natty's music now. <laughs> Natty's current song. Seth Rollins. You can't see me. See? Oh, you. Oh. Basic economics. My time is now. My time is now or basic yeah. economics? No, my time is now. All right. My number one is the game, Motorhead. It's yep. the best. My number one is CM Punk, Cult of Personality. Like I said, like that yeah, before. I that, yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, obviously we had Triple H in our top two. That is, if that if that doesn't get you amped up when he comes out to that and just how intense he is and the water spit. I mean, every he has that thing down to a science, it an absolute science. science, and that was amazing. Love it. So that was our stuff for this week. Uh, we're we're looking forward to the Jason debate next week. We're probably going to come up with another topic ourselves based on the Jason debate and um, just Justin's Twitter question too. We'll be looking forward. On the Twitter. Uh, so beginning some news here. Beginning this, the week. This is breaking news for us. Yes. Beginning the week, and maybe Brandon saw it, maybe he didn't. 
the week of September 10th, we will start having two shows a week. So one will drop on Tuesday or Wednesday, and the other will be Saturday or Sunday. So the one on Tuesday or Wednesday, we will have all sports except wrestling. We've talked to some of our listeners. Some really like wrestling. Some really like sports. There's very few that like both, like ourselves. So we are going to split the shows. And I am so very sorry that you don't like wrestling, but yeah. But it's okay. So uh, the one show will yeah. be all sports except wrestling, and then we will have a topic to end the show each week about sports. Uh, the first one for us is going to be, for us, the greatest moment that happened in sports and what we perceive was the greatest thing for us and also the worst thing that happened in sports. We are excluding deaths in this. So Dale Earnhardt dying cannot be the worst moment in sports for you, Brandon. Could I'm be. sorry. It can't be. Why not? Well, it could be not the death. I mean, we got to exclude the death, but maybe the why? That's a terrible moment. It is, but I mean, that's kind of it's one of not. Those obvious it's not. Things. It's not my choice, but it yes. is up there. So uh, we we won't have that. So uh, and then so episode nine will have will drop on the eleventh or twelfth, and the topic will have what we just mentioned, and then episode ten, which will drop that weekend, will be all wrestling specific, and we'll have the Jason debate, which will move to this show. So on the 15th or 16th, we'll have that, and we'll have other wrestling topics as well. So what our first thing is going to be is similar to the sports. We're going to talk about what was the greatest moment for us in wrestling and what was the the crushing moment in wrestling for us. So we will have that as well. And again, we are not going to talk about death. So Eddie Guerrero's death cannot be your worst thing to happen in pro wrestling. So... That is it for today. We want to, as always, thank Wes Anderson for Moments in Time, which will play off the show. We also want to thank Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. Give them a call, 419-704-5471, and also All Wear Clothing at allwearclothing.com. Thank you again to our sponsors. You guys got anything else for us today? Uh, you know, just reach out to us on Twitter at OTL Sports Pod and on Facebook, Over the Line Sports Podcast. Uh, obviously, we're on Spotify now, so you can listen there. You can still listen on Podbean, still comment on Podbean if you'd like. Uh, I don't know. Is there a spot to comment on Spotify? Uh, no. Okay. But we Not can sure. check our statistics on Spotify. We now have, I found this funny, we have listeners in Sweden. But Spotify, I believe, is based in Sweden, so I think that was our listeners. So still yeah, counts for me. I, I don't care. And listeners by, are listeners. By the way, we are in 15 states. Woo-woo. 15 states. Thank you to all the listeners Only out there. 35 more to go. Yeah, Nevada, yeah. Oregon, California, all those out there. We got Michigan, Illinois. We got Maryland, actually, Pennsylvania. Well, uh, Maryland is west. You say it's west? Wes is in Maryland. Wes is in Maryland. Not Wes. I said Wes. Wes. I mean, it's west of the Atlantic Ocean. (laughs) So thank you to Wes and 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 those guys out there. Again, thanks, everybody. As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Peace. Wait, we're done?